Get ready to shake things up with pineapple, coconut, and tango with mango lemonade, the two newest flavors of Rockstar Recovery from Rockstar Energy. These flavors are coming to you just in time to recover from the end of summer. But if that isn't enough, Rockstar Energy is giving five lucky people the chance to win $1,000 to fund their hustles. That's one grand in your pocket for any project you want. So recover like a rockstar, hustle like a rockstar, and visit rockstarhustle5.com for your chance to win. That's rockstarhustle5.com. See website for official rules and details. The Nerdgasm Talk Podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thought Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. Welcome back to the Nerdgasm Podcast. Yes, I am back in the driver's seat. It is I, Swag10. We have a great panel for you today. First, I'm going to introduce the man with the plan. If you need him, yes, Shazam, you won't see him next Saturday because he will be seeing him. Mr. A&E. Advanced tickets, baby. <laughs> yes, he, he is excited. He's going off the walls. I'm still waiting for my advanced ticket to Spider-Man, which didn't happen yet. But it's okay. He'll probably have 10,000 other Which you want to see that Hydro Man out. fight? Whoa. Okay, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that already. And then we got the master of the music in the building today, Lady Sketch. How are you doing? I'm okay. Hello, everyone. Oh, uh, it's great to have you on the podcast. Actually, great to have you back on the podcast. And you can also listen to her on Turntables, which is on Spaces Production. And wait, oh, oh, what's that? This just ends. Spaces Production. We have the boss in the building. Floss, just like the boss, my man Mark. How are you doing? Feeling great, feeling good, feeling good, feeling great. How are you? I love I, oh, I'm thing. excellent. I'm feeling even better than the fact that I didn't mess up yet. But uh, let's, fingers crossed, let's not jinx it. Don't speak uh, <laughs> and just like uh, the opening of the podcast, you heard we could uh, you can listen to us on Spaces Philly. Um, spacephilly.com where you can check out other podcasts such as Mr. A&E's No Gimmicks Needed Lady Sketches um, Turntables Hip Hop Culture and Beyond and Mark's Lulu and Pop so definitely check those out if you want to hear more excellent quality podcasts but today we're going to be talking about a lot of nerd related things first we're going to break down some trailers Aladdin and Avengers Endgame gosh all right <laughs> Aladdin and Avengers Endgame both came out, and we don't know what we're losing our minds on first. James Gunn is back, and he is directing Suicide Squad 2 and Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. 3. And then we're going to have a little discussion about movie openings. What gravitates us to a movie opening? So, let's get it started. Aladdin. We're going to talk about this trailer. First of all, did everyone see the trailer for Aladdin? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can check our reaction now on the Nerd uh, Coalition uh, YouTube page where you can see Mr. A&E reacting to it. For one, this trailer did its job. It got me excited for this movie. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm always excited to see Guy Ritchie doing uh, genre action films. I feel, like it's one of the, I feel like it's one of the better places he shines as a, as a director. Correct, so. yeah, because he did, um, well... He did do King Arthur, right? I think that was Guy Ritchie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, everybody, everybody takes the L one day. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't stay on top for long. 
that, that's true. But hopefully he can nail this out of the park. Uh, Miss a and &E, I know we had your reaction on the channel, but can you give us your thoughts real quick? Okay. So here's the thing. I was at the hospital because I had to take, you know, my, my wife because, you know, we're pregnant so we got to get ultrasounds and stuff. So I was sitting in the waiting room. I was just like, I was watching Good Day, and it was just like, we're we going to review the new, the new Aladdin trailer. I'm just like, I've seen it already. But it wasn't this one. They, they revealed it. I'm just like, wait, there's too much stuff happening. I'm seeing Blue Will Smith and Black Will Smith. And I'm like, what's happening in the trailer? So I said, I got to go home, and I got to check this out. So I checked it out. I was just like, you know what? This is getting me Aladdin excited because I'm a huge fan of um, the animated feature. And I was putting together all the things. There are some nitpicks I do have, which I'm going to you know explain when you when you get deeper into it. But yes. overall, the colors, it being visual, it is looking like a lot of uh, Bollywood style, you know, dances and, and performance. I, I'm like, hey. Uh, culture and representation matters so you know all that stuff was really cool so yes i really enjoyed the trailer from what i saw that time how the movie's gonna be don't know but from what i saw from what i saw i, I was i was pleased with it a little better than the teaser definitely definitely it yeah. definitely got my tickets sold uh yeah 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 I, I i can definitely agree on that it looks a lot better than that other teaser that, that they released yeah it looks a lot more confident too um because they weren't afraid to really go out in this movie, so it really looks like Disney definitely have confidence in this movie, which I like to see. And you could definitely tell from the, from this trailer, they were just throwing out multiple effects. Because um, the effects when you first looked at the uh, first couple trailers, it looked okay, but now they look like okay, this world is colorful, all the effects are colorful. As I'm now putting the pieces together. How about uh, you, Lady Sketch? Oh, there you go. Um, I enjoyed it. I will say it, it got me uh, more excited to see it because initially when I first heard about it, I was like, eh, okay. <laughs> and then I didn't watch the teaser trailer. Y'all know I don't really watch uh, trailers like that. So I watched this one because of the podcast. And I was like, okay, I could see myself getting to this. I have a few reservations, but I'm going to still give it a chance. Because um, I did like most of what I saw. Um, like he said, the colors and the the effects and everything. I, I can get with Will Smith a little bit more as Genie. So I, I'm going to give it a chance. Right, right. Now, uh, from what I saw, Will Smith looks like he is doing his own take on the Genie, which I am happy he is doing. He's not trying to do a Robin Williams clone of it. Hold on. Nobody. I don't. Right I don't agree with that at all. Oh, you don't. Okay. No. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he's doing Will Smith doing Robin Williams as the genie. <laughs> I was just about to say this is this is just blue Will Smith. He's a hundred percent Will Smith. I was waiting to be like, ha ha. I was just about to yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get to the musical numbers once we get to the musical numbers, I saw him hand clapping like he did on uh, that song Switch. So I was a little nervous. I was like, is he rapping? But uh, Please don't rap. No, Please don't rap. I'm not going to lie to you. Please don't rap. The He's going to rap. He's going to rap. The genie's going to rap. The clip that we saw of Never Had a Friend Like Me had me a little nervous. I said, if my man break out into a, a Willinium version of Never Had a Friend Like Me, we are going to fight. <laughs> <laughs> what? I wonder how the chick gonna do uh, get jiggy without no legs. I, I I guarantee money he's gonna rap on that part. 
It's what it sounded like he was leading to. I, I, I just feel it in my heart. I will say, I don't know if we're talking about reservations yet, but my only reservation is when they were on the carpet singing, I didn't want that at all. No. And I am not, I still don't like Will Smith as the genie. It just looks like Will Smith as like a genie. It's just weird. Hey, who'd you want, Sinbad? Please stop. <laughs> no. You, want your, you finally want your Kazam? No, that's Shaq. No, the, the Mandela effect. Oh, yeah. Where, where, where Sinbad as a genie already happened, whether we remember it or not. <laughs> not. In the universe. <laughs> Bruh, if you don't get out of here with these Earth 2 movies, that was not no. a real fucking movie. It, it's it's real in my heart. But yeah. um, one thing I also noticed in the trailer, um, they're doing a lot of scenes that wasn't in the original, or that I don't remember from the original Aladdin movie. I'm not sure how you guys' memory are um, is with the movie. The only one I can think of is when he ran away for that big bird-looking thing at the end. Yeah, I think that was Iago. Yeah, okay. I think that was Iago that he was running from. Yeah, that's think... that's one scene that really grabbed me. Which my like, man what? is not coming back for the role of. Who? Um, Doctor Huxtable. Or... Oh, Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, yeah, Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, Gilbert, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert yeah, Godfrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't look like he doing I, so great these days. I do believe Iago is going to talk in this movie, though. He is. He is being voiced. I forget his name, but the only movie I remember him from was uh, Dark of the Moon, which is not a good movie to put out there. But <laughs> yeah, I also want to say, like, um, I didn't know that the Pink Ranger was <laughs> attempt to actually play Jasmine in this movie. That was shocking. I just thought she was like a Latina or something. I had no idea that she is. I, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that was her race either. Um, yeah. I know there was a wait, little wait. bit backlash on pause, it. Pause. Pause. Oh, oh, wait. 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 What's see, her race? We confused over here. I don't know what she is. Yeah, like, I, I don't know what she is. So she's definitely not, you know, Naomi from the block. Like she's not Hispanic. Yeah. Mm-mm. I thought she was Hispanic. Oh, Jasmine. Well, I mean, that was one of the things I saw. When I first saw this, I was just like, she's not giving me Jasmine vibes. Like, she right. just doesn't give me Jasmine at all. And where is her little puffball ponytail? But I don't I don't know. I just, I don't see it for her. She is, it doesn't I mean, tell me. I mean, she's not a bad-looking woman. She does not no, Jasmine. No, no, I'm not saying she's bad-looking. It's just mm. she doesn't give me Jasmine. Well, yeah. uh, the, the, the one thing, okay, a couple of things stood out to me. I was just like, okay, because... I see the Jungle Book. I know how much I love that that movie because I thought the Jungle Book was really good when it made live uh-huh. action, and they changed a lot of things around, but also kept it co- source material. Um, She's Iranian. I did. I still don't like the Cave of Wonders. I don't like the way the Cave of Wonders is set up. See, in the in the in the cartoon, I was actually scared at when I was little. Yeah, it looks too small. Really? Oh, I was scared. Kid. First of all. Remember, Aladdin was one of the first movies to start using that kind of CGI within the cartoon stuff. I mean, now it's so common. So when it came up from the sand, it was just all dark, and you just see this huge mouth and these yellow eyes and stuff like that. Mm. Look, so, you know, that, that creeped me out. Now, I still I see the head in the sand as they're walking up to it, and it's all small, and then, so it's just going to open. Like, there's no th- threat for me to go down. I'm just, it, it don't, I don't get that same feeling. Um... I know Jafar in the cartoon had a little femininity to him. Yeah, this one sounds too soft. But this one, I, 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 it's that voice. It, he ain't got to be all hard and, 
you know, gruff. But I'm just saying he just got had just a little bit more uh, bass. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's I like don't mean that end scene though. If it's gonna be, they're gonna stay faithful to the like like to the cartoon. Like when Jafar turns into some type of crazy raging genie. Yeah, I feel like that's gonna be pretty dope. That's the part I can't wait for because that. that whole scene of him tied up to the chair, falling down in the water. I was like, oh, I, I like whatever angle they caught with that. that. That was some good cinematography right there. So I, I enjoyed all that. So that whole last part when the genie gets uh, taken over by Jafar, I would love to see what that looks like. I, I mean, I want that joint to creep me the fuck out like it did seeing a black genie. No, no pun intended. Right. You know, and doing all that kind of stuff like that. So I'm curious to see how they're going to do that part. Right. I'm definitely curious about this movie. Well, for one, this definitely did a much, much, much better job than the uh, two teasers that we had. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we could. I could speak for everyone uh, by saying that. And I'm personally excited for this movie. I do not want them to be singing a whole new world. I just didn't want it. Why not? Though? I just didn't want it. I think they're all doing all the musical numbers. I know. I just didn't want it. You know what? When I when I saw like the Lion, not the Lion King, when I saw Beauty and the Beast. And they did the Be My Guest. That was really like the only big number in that one. And uh, I was like, cool, you know, just, you know, have the genie do Never Had a Friend Like Me. And it's like, oh, he's otherworldly and he can like make people dance and perform. That's great. Put them on the carpet and then play a whole new world in the background. I don't need them singing it because people don't sing in real life. And, I, and, and, and that frustrates me. And I know this isn't like a real life movie, but I'm just saying, I don't, it makes me think there's going to be more songs. And I don't like I don't I just don't want that because I don't think they can sing so it's gonna be dubbed over and it's not gonna be what I want. Look now, well, apparently the girl who plays Jasmine is a singer of some sort. Oh, for real? Oh, well, I mean, oh, I belay my last, belay my last. Uh, well, look, I will say this: when you do a Disney remake or some, they're gonna take some songs out, but there are some songs that you know by default, as popular as it was, they gonna need them songs. Yep. And in a land, there are going to be two songs everybody's going to say, you need a friend like me, mm-hmm. and you need a whole new world. Because mm-hmm. once that don't start playing, you're going to be in the audience talking about some... You're going to be singing it, and you ain't going to want to, but that's yep. what, that's one thing you remember. Sir, and I even, think you are wrong. What I need for my Latin is riffraff, street rat. I don't buy that. Okay. First of all, only they look closer. First of all, yeah, well, yeah, I I, 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 so First of all, no. Wait, wait, wait. Did you just say he's the only one who remembered that? I think you're the only one that well, not remember that, but quote that song. song. You were a fetus when Aladdin came out. <laughs> not true. It was nineteen ninety four, I believe, when it came out. I was the tender age of one. So <laughs> First of all, I definitely remember that song. I like that song. And I bet we won't get it. No, I bet we won't get it either. I I don't know. I just hope we don't get a lot of songs. I don't want a lot of songs. Because I already saw them Bollywood dancing with Will Smith in the, in, in the front. And I'm like, he's going to rap. I know he's going to rap. I just don't want it. Yeah. First, he won't break out into a men in black dance. I, I agree with the street red thing. Because if y'all watch my reaction, I was singing that song in the reaction. So, I, I, I hey, hey gotta eat the live, here. gotta still eat. Tell you all about it when I got the time. Yeah, I, I say the whole song. Oh. Even when I play, it's played the second game. I t- say the whole song. You're outnumbered, Swag. <coughs> so, Bars. I'm, I'm Bars. just saying. So, yeah, I, I like to hear that. I mean, but 
the way it was shown, I was like, I don't know if they're going to get to that. Mm-mm. But I mean, hell, if they can get to Belle singing, you know, as she's walking through the whole marketplace, I'm pretty sure they can add that in there. That was kind of a like an iconic part of the movie, though. What if there's a lot of singing in this movie? What if it's a, an action musical? I think that would, I think that would hurt it and not help it, it in would. a way. No, no, because see, when you add a lot of music and nostalgia to something, you kind of forget about the bad Bohemian Rhapsody. So that's some things you know that happens. And, gunshots. Yes. Yeah, so so if, if you play if you play a nostalgia, you play up on people's nostalgia. You know, they'll start singing like, "Oh my God, I remember this." A point to the let's say, well, you know, that carpet CGI don't look too good, or you know <laughs> that, uh, or something else is not good in that scene. That nostalgia will take you right out of it. So I think that could play to his benefit. Yeah, possibly. I think I think it also depends on how much Will Smith Will Smith is going to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I think if he just start, I, I, if he's he's going to rap, and it's just a, it's just a matter of how much rapping are we going to get from Will Smith. Hopefully it's not like Fat Joe and Happy Feet saying the same what? line. <laughs> where he was like, God, what, what do you say? Don't push me. Keep on going with that. I'm like, this is the only rap you know? Whoa, I didn't so hear that. So hopefully it's not. Mm. I did not know that was Fat Joe. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, that was, you yeah, lost that me, was Fat Joe. I thought Fat Joe was up on some stage somewhere pushing pyramid schemes. <laughs> 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 But he's only going to rap once. I don't want him. To, I want him to rap zero. I agree yeah, with I you. Zero. I know <laughs> we're going to at least get one Will Smith bar. <laughs> Honestly, you know what? I have five dollars saying he doesn't rap. Okay. What? Why do you want to lose five dollars so bad? <laughs> I have five dollars saying he doesn't. Rap, so. Just give me your money now. Uh, I, 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 so does it count that when the, when the when the Blu-ray comes out and this is the leader scene of him rapping and it cut out? <laughs> does that still count? You know what? Yes. No, not, I think not only will Will Smith as a genie be rapping, but I guarantee he's going to take a selfie. Or he's going to do some form of like he's going to do pop culture. He's going to do the vlogging. He's going to do something like that. No, he's going to do the flaws. He's going to do no. something that's very YouTube-y is he or gonna like do very like Instagramming. Is he going to do like the, uh, what was that challenge? The, the, oh my God, the challenge with the Drake song at the genie. Oh Lord. Oh. oh God! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can see God. him pulling something out like that because that yeah. just goes goes riding the magic carpet. Oh God, that seems like a very yeah, Christmas esque thing to do. The magic look, carpet looks good though. You got to give him credit. Everything I see him do in this in this trailer, I was cool with. I he, uh, he, he, he made me laugh. Oh, he, hey, he made me laugh at certain times. You know, the, the gene, I love the effects. Yeah, the gene looked that, but gene looked intimidating when he first came out, which he's supposed to. And so, you know, and obviously they're cutting parts together to make a trailer. So we don't know if if he's saying anything in order or not. So, you know, I just, we got to see what kind of happens. He's not going to be blue all the time, not going to be black all the time. So, you know, it's, it should be interesting, I should say the least. It's not going to be Robert Williams, so we can't go in there expecting Robert Williams. There has to be a whole new take. And also that kind of person who could bring a whole new take to it. Yeah, yes, I feel like he will. I feel like he yeah. will. So you know what? Honestly, for this role, he needs to be real swift because Robin Williams was coked up Robin Williams. That's what he need to do. No. Robin Williams, he was going. And was, He's like that all the time. But that's what he got to be. So Will Smith got to bring, if he's going to bring his own thing to this genie, he has to be Big Will. Please. Minus Drew Hill. I'm yeah. say, please. 
God. <laughs> I tried to stop him. Well, what we need to try and stop Thanos, we need to figure out what the Avengers are going to do with, so uh, with this Endgame trailer. Hopefully, we can find keys. <laughs> what do we do to now? Figure out how to defeat them? Yeah, what What do we do? They're all going. They're all going. First of all, this trailer was excellent. Amazing. They 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 just they said, all right, Captain Marvel made his money good. Throw it out there. I was like, oh, thank God. I need a palate cleanser. So. I'm going to do a little breakdown in the trailer. Uh, first of all, how did everyone like the trailer start with Mark? You know what? I thought this trailer gave me the perfect level of showing me enough and nothing at all. It kind of messed me up with how timing is going to be in this movie. I still stick by my original theory that a lot of time is going to take place throughout this movie. I don't think it's going to be like they save the day immediately. But it's, yeah. it's definitely interesting on how Captain Marvel plays into this. The real gauge of time I got in this is um, Black Widow's hair. Because yes. homegirl had like, kind of like... Blonde in on uh, her red hair. Well, it's not only the color, but it's the length. Mm-hmm. And like, as someone grown out some hair, yo, going from chin to like, a little bit to the shoulder, that's that's like two years. Yeah. Maybe three years of growth. So I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how this transitions. Yeah, I was going to go over that during the breakdown, so I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Mr. A and E, what did you think about the trailer? What you also see? Oh, okay. Well, my okay. No, I'm, I'm not gonna still call his name. No. You can also see uh, on our uh, YouTube channel, the Nerd Coalition. Make sure you subscribe to that to see his reaction. So, what did you think? I'm sorry. Man, I appreciate you keep selling these reactions, and when they go look at them, they be like, "Wait a minute, where's Swag on Zero? I didn't say Swag on Zero. I said <laughs> Mr. A and E, where you can see his reaction. Check out. Check out R, so it's all good. So Uh-oh. I did say that. <laughs> <laughs> two things here. I love this trailer. If this was a, if this was any other movie, I'd be like, fuck this trailer. <laughs> if, what you call it a teaser? No. Oh, it's not thirty one seconds. So. If, if, uh, <laughs> if this was any other movie, if I was going to see a random movie. And it, it like like a quiet place, and this is the trailer I got. Fuck this trailer. However, since it's I'm so invested, oh this trailer was amazing. I I I'm ready for everything. I got my certain questions, and I'm like, you know what? Endgame is gonna feel. Is this gonna, it's gonna be kind of like like that Return of the Jedi? I mean, it's gonna be better, obviously, but uh. They're not showing me nothing. And I, I mean nothing to the point where it's like, I don't even know how certain people are fitting into this at all. I all don't right. know. And the Russo Brothers has stated out of this three hour, maybe three hour plus movie, Jesus. they've only shown the first 15, 20 minutes in the trailers. That's, that's only the first 15, 20 minutes of the trailer. Uh, everything that's happening in this movie. I do want people to know all that battling and all that war stuff you got and all that cool comic book stuff that we got at the end of Infinity War, I don't think we get that in this movie. Mm-mm. I'll be okay I, with that. I think there's going to be a major battle. I, I mean, because you see them you see them in a major battle and the Russos are known to lie. Uh, they are known to lie, but my two fears with this, because one, Thor almost stopped Thanos by himself. Let's, let's be real. Now you got Captain Marvel who has not been humbled at all. 
they, they really don't need nobody else. So it's it's like there's no point in having this big battle with Thanos. You know, it's just like it's, they, all this stuff can be taken out. Y'all just buy y'all time. I really think this movie's gonna be more about finding our friends or getting them back. That's a good theory. It could be mission based. You know, have like little teams go up to here, here, and here while it's all um, like the big dogs fight Thanos. Because could, that, that's a good theory. Yeah. So but, I'm gonna need uh, I'm gonna need everyone on this podcast to put a little respect on Thanos' name. Uh, um, uh, Thor did not almost have Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> Just didn't. <laughs> Thanos is Thanos is a universal constant. The man's a problem. I mean, I don't think Captain Marvel on her best day could really, like, you know, come at Thanos when he got all five gems, even if they are partially broken. He is still a threat. I think he's a very, very strong threat still. No, fair well, enough. I'm going to agree. The fact yeah. that I don't see him in this uh, trailer gets me worried. Oh, no, no. Um, well, 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 first off, baby girl, how'd you feel about the trailer? Yeah, I was about to get to her. I enjoyed it because this is the kind of trailer that I could watch. Um, and still be like, I'm definitely going to see the movie because it didn't give me too much. Um, because the reason I don't watch trailers is because I feel like they give you so much, and I'm like, what's the point? Because that's Spider Man's fault. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and I'm just like, what, like, not what's the point? Because I'm still going to go see the movie, but then you go see it, and you like, but I saw all the good stuff, and I and I don't know why I even bothered. To sit here and watch Jamie Foxx and his crooked glasses be, <laughs> be uh, a horrible villain. So it's just like, okay, all right, well, um, because that was one of the trailers I did watch. That damn, um, what am I thinking? Amazing Spider-Man 2. Amazing Spider-Man 2, thank you. Blanking. Yeah. So I was just like, I, I'd stay away from them generally. But I watched it, and I was like, okay, it gave me enough to pull me in and be like I definitely want to see where we're going from here because there was little things I pulled out kind of like I thought there was also some kind of time lapse um, and also thinking about who is who got who's uh, going in the snap because um, I mean are you breaking this down because I don't want to get into oh yeah I was going to break it down right, I was cool. going to go I, I, uh, I, I got I want to get into I got the trailer right here, and I have key moments I wanted to bring up. Uh, mm-hmm. The first key moment I wanted to bring up is um, is uh, Hawkeye and his family in the farm. Definitely, time has passed. She get dusted. It's, yeah, I like to say. Oh, she. Oh, that family got dusted. It had that to family be. got dusted. That's that family got dusted. First thing that thought about. Yep. When he was so like, you think he that was his wife or his? You think that was his wife? Daughter, uh, Katie Bishop. I believe it's going to be. But that doesn't add up. Yeah, she's, um, Hawkeye's, that's Hawkeye's daughter. I know, but in the MCU, like, aren't his kids pretty young? No, in the trailer, they showed him older. Because he had his, uh, daughter right, um, daughter right in front of him, teaching her archery, and then he has his other two kids. I mean, his kid was just born in, um, in Age of Ultron. Well, and then he has a son who looks older in the distance. If you look well. at it, if you look at it like this, if the girl is um ten years old, right? Right. And they're going by calendar year, so this is obviously twenty eighteen. So she goes from ten to about thirteen. So there could be a gro- you know, kids have growth spurts. So it could be his daughter 
three because Age of Ultron was 2015. So the events they're probably gonna show here of the dusting is 2018. Right. So you you got that you got that three year jump. So if she was 10, then you know that's that's a th- you know 13. It's believable that, that she can be a, especially if you're gonna be an athlete or something. So it's not hard to believe that. I don't think he, he'd be out here teaching his wife archery when she don't want him to be an Avenger no more. I mean, at this point, you kind of what when well, how do you say no to that? What? So, be but like no, you can't be an Avenger. Half of the world is gone, but you have to stay here with us on the farm. Like that oh, just no. doesn't. Uh, I'm pretty sure his whole family gets dusted. If that's his daughter, I imagine she immediately turns to dust after that high five. I agree. I agree. I don't even think I she agree. made it to the high five. Yeah, no, I'm I because I was wondering the same thing because I was like, oh, so you holding Black Widow hand? Your wife must be going, bro. Like no, well, the but, fact that he was Ronan already lets me know he's in a dark place, d- dude. Yeah, I'm letting you know. When the high five is coming, like when she brought, see, like, yeah, you made it, and then she bring her hand up, that drone just dusted away. Cause see, they gonna show you that extra stuff in the trail just to tease you. I don't even think she make that high five. I was gonna say something about the trailer. I was like, I'm sure there's a lot of scenes in here that's not gonna be an official. Movie. And you know what? I think that may be the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, that's definitely the beginning of the movie. You still hold um, it to it if you don't get your... You know what? Because I have Mark on the podcast with us. I'm still holding to it. If I swear, if, if Endgame don't start off like Bird Box, it goes. It gets a grade lower for me. I don't care if the, if the movie is excellent. I'm mad you said like Bird Box, though. Shit has to hit the fan with this movie in the beginning before anything else happens. I don't care about time jumps. Don't try to make me cry. Make me see shit happen. Disney has an opportunity. Don't give me three hours of logic and theory. I want if you can give me a three-hour movie, you have enough time to show me how chaotic it's supposed to be. I'm not. You got to go into a serious details, but you got to go how chaotic. This is not just about because what I have a fear, even it's still in this trailer, is that damn the Avengers is gone. I'm like, no, half the universe is gone. Uh-huh. That that. That needs to mean something. It ain't that like, damn man, Bucky was just here. Oh, well, yeah, and, and, and Sam, cause that's how Cap feeling right now. He, he fuck about Sam, or you know, like, damn, I don't know, Tony here, and I, it's like, okay, that's fine. But what about the uh, the pilot in the cockpit? Them planet people is probably gone. What about that bus driver? That, that, that them kids is probably gone. It's it's a lot of shit. So yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like people who didn't die in a snap, but die as a result of someone else. Exactly. Yeah. It has to be Do chaos. Do they not come back? That's, that's a good question. That's that's the that's the problem. It got to be chaotic. It's just, this cannot, this is bigger than the Avengers. So with them taking this obvious, it looks like, like Mark was saying, this time jump, it had to be to the point like, yo, we can't stop this at all. I mean, I, even though we see a little clip at the end of Captain Marvel, you know, spoiler alert, you know, he's looking at the missing and the number's still rising. I'm like, I don't get that. The number should be just gone by now. Well, probably because people have to be reported as missing. Yeah. Okay, good point. Yeah. But I don't I don't know. I just... I, I agree with the time lapse because there's no way in the world Nebula and Tony Stark are getting back to Earth just like, oh, okay, well, you know, our friends are gone. Let's... Let's build a ship real fast, and we will be back in a few a few days. No, so I I think there is going to be some kind of time lapse because they're obviously were there uh-huh. with everyone else. Yeah, I have a feeling that Captain Marvel is going to go save Tony Stark. 
I can see that. I can see that. Especially with her appearing so quickly. With to the fact where again, I'm just gauging by Widow's Bob, like you know, she still had like this shorter blonde cut when Captain Marvel shows up, which makes me to believe that she's gonna go and grab Tony and bring him back. I mean, Tony and Nebula. That I I agree with you on that one. I still wanna who 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 the fuck got the pager? That's true. Somebody had yeah. to figure out. Who like, got the... Pay- I mean, of course, it's probably going to be like a spoiler, but I want to know who was just like, oh, yeah, we in uh, either New York or Canada or wherever, wherever Nick Fury and Maria Hill was at. Yeah. And let me fly this back to Africa real quick in Wakanda, where we don't even know where that place is at. Because were they were they still in Wakanda? Yeah, they still in Wakanda where it's at. Yeah, they still in Wakanda. Mm. So, it's, so, yeah. I thought they were all at the Avengers um, base when they... When they're looking at the... Yeah, I mean, but it had to get back there. Yeah. Right. But when, when the snap happened, people started evaporating. They was in Wakanda. They were in Wakanda when it started. I thought you mean when they looked at this pager. Oh, no, no, no. They, yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. Oh, no, when you look at the pager, oh. no, they, they, they saw HQ, I hope. Yeah. So, but but continue. I don't I mean to go off. The uh, next scene we have is uh, right after the high five and the daughter. We have Ronan uh, looking desperate. Uh he has never looked so old in my life. I know you said the forty-four-year-old face that just that he can't shake. No, he looks older. <laughs> he looks older. <laughs> you know why? It's the, because at first, in, in in stage photos, I seen the haircut and I'm like, "That's a nut ass haircut." <laughs> I, I like the haircut. I don't yeah, like that. Not I'm a that super thick mohawk. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not I'm a fan, fan, bro. It's like that's, that's that's what I wanted from Captain Marvel. No, no, no. What? First of all, it's like you either get a mullet or you don't. Because that, yeah, I, I wasn't feeling that at all. I, I love the mohawk. I love Bruh, the mohawk. That was a, um, that was a, that was a nutty ass mohawk. I'm sorry. Generation gap. I see. It, it, it got to be. And then uh, right after we see Ronan, we see Black Widow with her long hair, um, just like Mark stated. Um, same with the time lapse, and he is holding her hand and. You can tell that's the first hand he held with affection in a long time. That man is hurt. If he's like the only other, like, why are you in Tokyo? But you know, I think he's just a murder machine at this point. Yeah, he, I think he's just out there, just he gives trying to fucks. right wrong. Yeah, <laughs> he gives zero fucks. You're right. I you mean, because you know, let's put the other half of the universe. Okay, I'm mad. Out here getting his lease and all. When you lose your love, you lose your mind. That, that's all. <laughs> so, um. After that, we have uh, we're doing the more flashbacks in the trailer. First of all, I love the red tent they had, the black and white with the red tent. Yeah. Um, that they had. Um, one speech that they had from a previous movie was uh, Peggy Carter from um, from Winter Soldier. She was talking about um, I forgot what she said in the movie. She was saying we can't go back in time, but you know, simply start over or something of that lines. I believe this is an Easter egg to something of parallel universes. They can't fix what's happening in their universe, so they're going to try to do a parallel universe to save that universe, at least. Mm, don't know, know if I'm on board with that train. Okay. I'm just... I think um, I, I think it's going to be time travel, unfortunately. Okay. I think parallel universes is hard for a lot of... But then again, I might be wrong because they sure as hell put the whole... Um, like Mother Brain and Captain Marvel, and I thought nobody would understand that concept. And I don't think a lot of people still didn't understand that concept. So maybe they will do, you know, all these different Earths. But I don't, I don't know. I kind of feel like, I kind of 
like it's going to involve time travel. But yeah, because here's my thing: if you fix a parallel universe, how does that help anything? That helps their universe. Not they. They can just realize, look, there's no hope for us. But if we fix like what's going on over there, at least we can know we have a happy, um, we have a happy reality somewhere else. Well, that, that's a cop out. I mean, all of them are cop outs, realistically. I, yeah. I kind of, I, I kind of think like parallel universes. The only way that might work is if their next big thing was the Secret Wars. I feel like that is going to happen. Yeah, I, I like thought the it would be Secret Invasion, but what they did with the scrolls makes me think otherwise. Yeah, I think I think they're going to do Secret Wars next. I feel like I heard a rumor that Secret Wars is going to be next. Yeah. But, um, you know, the 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 whole time thing is a cop out. I will be more satisfied. Uh, uh, I'll be more satisfied with a time travel thing than a parallel universe thing. I, I, I just okay. I just can't get with, with the parallel universe because I, I, I feel as a movie, this is this is the last one of this story. Spider-Man, uh, 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 you know, Far From Home, that's, that is going into a whole nother storyline. That's not even part of this first 10 years of movies. And I feel if, I, if, I, if I'm saving somebody else... If I'm going to a parallel universe and I'm saving them from the same fate, I'm like, well, damn, is it truly another parallel universe? It's supposed to be kind of different. Kind of like when the Justice League went over, the parallel universe, you had, you know, the Justice Society of America. Things were different, you know, but it kind of, kind of similar same, but you had, instead of Superman, you had Ultraman. He was, he was violent. And you had Owlman instead of Batman. You had Superwoman instead of Wonder Woman, kind of thing. So it's like, if I'm going over there, I'm doing the same exact thing and saying, hey, we trying to help you. And then you should have think like, well, if they couldn't do it on their earth, what they got different over there if it ain't going to be nothing different? Experience and time. That'll Experience and time don't help th- don't defeat Dino, help uh, Thanos. Thanos. They had experience and no time in this movie. Not as much. Not as much. Because knowing the fact that if they're going, because we've seen concept, uh, we've seen set photos of them going back to Avengers 1. Yeah. So I feel like they're going to go that far to be like, look, this is our only way to stop them at this point. I've got some theories on that also. Okay, I'm listening. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna, I was gonna continue after. Okay, yeah, sure. Oh, no, ahead. no, yeah, I, I, I was good. Uh, okay, that's all I had to say. So the first thing, I don't, this is not necessarily a theory, but I'm kind of curious if these black and white moments from these other movies leading into this trailer. Are they flashbacks or are they or are they reliving it? Because I'm pretty sure with the quantum, with like the quantum suits that they're using, I think the combination between um, Ant Man's quantum realm and the fact that Captain Marvel literally is powered by the like the Tesseract, which is powered by the Space Stone, there's going to be some involvement of space time manipulation. And I kind of think they're going to, if they don't go back in time. I think they might go to different timelines, kind of like The Flash, if that makes any sense, mm-hmm. where there's different... When things happen, the timeline splits, in a way. And I kind of feel like this movie is going to be like the greatest hits of the last 10 years of Marvel things. I would not like that. I would not like that if they do that. That's but what... I, 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 I understand what you're saying, but I, I, I hope they don't do that. Because I have... I think... I'm pretty sure Captain America and Iron Man are not coming back from this journey. I don't think they're going to die. I just 
just think that whatever's going to happen, things are going to get rewritten, and everything's going to be anew. It's going to be like Days of Future Past. Okay. I I can agree with that. Cause see, here's the thing. That's why I remember remember a while ago when you and QFlow asked me, what would I rather have, a three hour movie or a rated R movie? Yep. And I said a three hour movie. I mean, I said a rated R movie over a three hour movie. Yeah. Because that three hours, I don't think. Because I, I honestly think there may be a big battle, but I really, do, I really think people are thinking that they're going to get all the Avengers back and we're going to get all the Avengers versus Thanos. I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't see that happening either. I don't see that. I think if it's going to be any big battle, it's going to be Thanos versus the originals. I'm not expecting any of the new Avengers in this movie at all. So, you know. With this three, with this three hours, there is a sense of thinking like Mark may have a have a point here to the point where it's just like you know what this is the last movie. I don't think people are really registering that this is the last movie. There's nothing else for this story. The story began with Iron Man, the first one, in 2008. It's going to end with Avengers Endgame to the point where now we're going to tell a whole different story and a whole different thing. Still in the same universe, but we just going to tell a whole different story. All these other things is going to be gone. I can see them wanting to do like a greatest hits. Why else would be a three-hour movie? If, if you're not if you're not going to do more like a, hey, we got a, a, a lot of timelines to go through to stop certain things, and everybody probably not going to come back. So that's probably how we're going to see your Black Panthers or your Spider-Mans or your, you know, your uh, Quicksilvers or your stuff. When people say, I see them on set, they're going to be in the movie. They could all just be part of that timeline they going back to mm-hmm. and I, I know I'm sorry go ahead no 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 I'm, I'm, I'm just saying but uh, <clears throat> I don't really believe that it's going to be a whole 10 year beat down on Thanos I just I don't see that unfortunately and that's in this 3 hour time frame really got me greatest hits fearing after he just said it and a lot of people's contract didn't get renewed yeah. Like we know for sure, um, uh, Captain America is not coming back. I'm pretty sure Robert Downey Jr.'s contract is over, and I think Chris Hemsworth's contract is over also. And they were, out, you know, if you will, the Trinity of of the MCU. Mm. So I think moving forward, it's going to be Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and I don't know. I would have said Spider Man, but I, I think Sony going to take him back after how good Venom did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. After Far From Home, I don't know if that's going to be a prick. Well, I mean, I guess it has to be. I don't know. I don't know where that movie takes place at because they did their best to, to hide all that stuff. Like even the date in his passport, they they, bl- they blurred that out. So we don't know where this movie takes place at. Right. So we don't know where it is because yeah. Spider-Man could just stay dead. Right. And then, Some people say it's uh, after Endgame, but before Infinity War. Uh, that's like he, a lot. Like when he's on that bus, he doesn't get off that bus after what happens. I would believe. I could believe that. Have y'all have y'all heard the theory that it's going to be someone bigger? Like there's a bigger villain. I've been like, hearing that. I have been hearing that. If it ain't like this, then don't do it. I just hope they don't have Thanos fight along with him. If they do that, I'm gonna be so angry because they already made Thanos kind of a simp anyway. Because Thanos, though, like he he doesn't have this like 
wanting to balance the universe. Thanos is just a madman who kills things. Yeah. Like, that is his only purpose in life, is to destroy the universe. He is like... He and impress death. He's not even on that no more. He is literally he is all about... <coughs> yo, he's off death. Like, I, I just feel like, because... If we're, if we're being all honest, he was the protagonist of Infinity War. Oh, yeah, that was definitely his He, he was the protagonist of the Infinity War. So, I feel like having him, like... Yeah, I, I agree definitely with you. But I'm hoping if it is a bigger uh, threat, I'm hoping um, I'm hoping Thanos doesn't join the side of the Avengers. Hmm. If there is a bigger threat, I hope we don't see it. And I hope it's either two things: either give me Galactus, um, give me Galactus, give me an Eternal, or give me a Nihilus. Give me something so big that people won't even understand it. But if gotcha. it, if the threat is this big in the movie, do they defeat it? I don't think. I think you can just plant some seeds. I mean, at, at this point, we, we need to know what's going to happen with a phase four because they say they got they got Marvel movies planned out for the next twenty years. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know how they're going to do it. I'm kind of tired a little bit. Yeah. Like, I need to see what direction they're going to go into mm. before I'm like saying I'm going to commit to to the rest of these. There is a sense of fatigue that can come over people. I was yes, about to say, I hope they don't people don't get burned out because I've already heard some people who are not as deep into the the genre just like, when are we going to stop with all these superhero movies? And you know how it gets. People just want to jump on the bandwagon and be like, yeah, you know, we've had a lot of these over the last ten years. Mm-hmm. So right. when are we going to uh, move on to something else? So I don't know if having them planned out that far is a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, I don't know. I wish we would get different types of superhero movies. Like I keep holding. Have y'all heard of a movie for um, before, um called Bloodshot? That's what yeah. Out of pipe. Yeah. I have high hopes for that because I'm hoping it can fill that void that DC was trying to do and couldn't do with, like, these darker, edgier, you know, superhero movies. Because if, if Marvel does everything with the Marvel lens, I'm done, man. Like, I can't go through another 10 years of just Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, the next scene we have in the trailer, uh, this personally broke my heart, was seeing Ant-Man looking completely lost. And yeah. you can definitely tell time has passed. Um there's missing posters up on pillars. Mm-hmm. There's uh, a house right behind them that's like messed up where weeds are just growing high. I've never seen Ant Man so distraught, and that kind of like makes me lose hope and everything. <laughs> seeing the person that's always happy and excited, and seeing him just down is like, what, what, what are we gonna do? And he had that same energy throughout the whole movie, so that's what that's what kills me. I'm just curious how he gets out. Yeah, I'm very curious about that. Mm-hmm. Um, more is uh, pretty much uh, Ronan, Black Widow, having their time together. We get Rocket Raccoon in his uh, original outfit, his comic book outfit, which uh, he looks great in. And then we get a um, War Machine, uh, a, a little buff War Machine. Uh, what was the level two War Machine? War Destroyer, I think it was called? Something like that? Uh... So it might be that. Maybe. I'm sorry. I ain't got no road effects for you. He looked way bigger. He he did. I'm like, take it off, bro. 
That's what I'm saying. When they walking, when they walking with the with the whole quantum rub suit, so I'm like, you just gonna paint your color, you gonna paint your suit, like take it off. He, Tony ain't got his on, so I'm just, I'm just like, oh, never mind. You, you gotta be obnoxious, big gun. <laughs> and you know what? Let's just keep it a hundred, yo, yo, the yo, Wakanda can make him walk again. There's no need for him to have the whole super metal legs no more. Doctor Strange was gonna make him walk again for mm. real. For real. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is he in the suit because that's the only way he can walk? But there's no way. Like, I, I, you sure he got to be able to come? Up I mean, with he's some. walking in the post credit scene of uh, Captain Marvel. Was he walking with uh, the legs though? Oh, was he wearing legs though? Was he wearing like those little metal braces? I, I, I don't remember. I, I'm not going back to see that post credit scene unless I watch it on YouTube. Yeah, uh, yeah right. <laughs> Oh man, y'all really, really be hating on Captain Marvel. I'm not hating on it. It's just two years too late. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right, okay. It's, it's just two years too late. Because he definitely um, walked in and talked about some pay the page stop. And I'm like, okay. Well. Man, you know what? I ain't even people. But I mean, he could right. still very well have the legs on. What all right, Don is and then doesn't War Machine become the actual? Well, not like the machine becomes his body at some point. Yeah. What? So. I look, in, in Rhodey comics, get the uh, bad way to go all the time. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the way they Rhodey called him in Civil War Two, I, I was pissed off about that because he was the first one out for one. Like I can't even get to page three without him. First yeah, of all, I, are we all shocked? Are we all shocked? You know, even though he's a great actor, are we all shocked that Don Cheadle made this long? No. Yes, because Silver War, he should have been dead. I mean that's true. Yeah, <laughs> if it was Terrence Howard, he would have been dead. Oh, he's the... in a metal suit. That's very true. He 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 free falling. No I mean, airbags in the suit. If this was Terrence Howard, I don't think his character would have made it. <laughs> I don't think he would have made this far at all. They yeah. like, oh, they'd have cut him out. They'd be like, "Hey, look, Iron Man, I gotta go back and do some <laughs> Maybe next time. Yes. Tony. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Look, he may um, not better make it that long. I still think Edward Norton could have made this long, but not not Terrence Howard. You mean as? Oh, absolutely not. Edward I, no, no, no. I wrote Infinity War. I directed. <laughs> I got the water for all the camera crew and all. I that. came up with the name Avengers. Exactly. <laughs> like, okay, Ed. Up, bro. Bro, I'm sorry, man. I like Edward Norton, man. I'm sorry. And we're I not like going to we're not going to say say Edward Norton not a better actor than Mark Ruffalo. But wait a minute now. I definitely like Edward Norton. Hulk a lot better. Than I was going to say him as, him as the Hulk, sure. But I don't I don't think he's better as uh, 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 American History X or Thirteen Going on Thirty. Tell me a Mark Ruffalo movie. What does that, uh, what does that matter? This is acting. It's talking about someone's man. <laughs> Avengers one. Now you see me. Or, now you Thor see Ragnarok. me. Too. He was. He was. He was. He was. He was popping in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I mean, you know, say you, you write good for me. I'll be. I'll laugh too. But yeah, I'm not going. I I agree. I I can see got, Edward Norton's Hulk better. Yes, mm. but I don't. You got Foxcatcher. Oh Jesus! Fox not Foxcatcher. I know he played the one that you died. Unfortunately, pulled, you pulled that one out of I don't know where. But okay, yeah, I had to Google that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the next scene we have um 
they have another side of Scott Lang, and he's just looking at something. But you can see in the background and on his suit that something is glowing, giving off a uh, like a light tint. It could either be Captain Marvel or someone attacking the Avenger base. I'm gonna go with the Captain Marvel. Like he's just looking like I, I-, I haven't seen this man, or I've seen this in a quantum realm. You may be a key, or like a, I got an idea type of look. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if he has any of that quantum quantum entanglement with um, what's her name that was in there. Where he's able to share her intelligence or something. I'm hoping so because that that was a little cop out for that movie, in my opinion. That movie kind of didn't happen for me. It just it's there, but it's not really there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in a quantum realm. Yeah. <laughs> then we have another shot of Thor um, looking very sad with his um with his hammer to be honest with you thor only one i I care about (laughs) thor lost the most thor lost the most he lost the most i don't don't even know why i kept crying again who is he carrying in the peggy peggy carter oh that's the flashback from civil war bro i'm sorry Thor, I'm like, you know, Thor had legitimate loss. Thor cares about the people. I'm like, Cap, you crying over Bucky again? You thought he was dead before. You seen him die once. Shut up. <laughs> Yo. It's definitely not over Peggy because you know he uh, got his name right now. Because I'm telling you right now, Cap ain't shedding no tears and wearing that and wearing that obvious wig and shaving the fish hair because of Sam. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> That's not happening. That's, that's, that's it, the real because shit. because Captain, I lost a lot of people. Real good parents. Man, Cap, get out of here! I lost a lot of people, bro. All the people that you lost, you've seen them die already. You lost a lot of buckies. Yeah. yeah. If we thinking about the timeline too, Thor, uh, Ragnarok, and Infinity War kind of happened on the same weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that, yeah. That that happened like within four days. He had to go through all that. You know what's a funny that's thing? Too much lost. In the comics, Thor is one of the ones that makes it to the end of the end of all things. Yeah, I, he did that in um, Uncanny Avengers. He yeah. watched everyone die, and he just left. He was like, I can't do this. I lost. Uh, apparently, at the end of time, it was like Thor, um, <laughs> Thor, Wolverine, Doctor Doom, and I want to say Thanos on some level was there as well. Mm. one of them yeah and like Wolverine had the Phoenix Force and Thor had the Odin Force so there's a lot going on yeah but that's yeah. a lot of power Yo, yeah that, that, that is an OP that's, that's an OP page power. of comics right there uh, <laughs> that, yeah that page must have been like an inch thick every time you turn it like god that's a lot of power on this page okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right after that we have uh, right after uh, I'm sorry ladies guys did you want to say something no, I'm chilling. I, I, I just oh, okay, okay. I, I didn't want to. I, I thought I like completely skipped you. Uh, my apologies. Uh, after that, we have um, we have Nebula in a torn out battlefield, pulling out two blades like she's going to do something. And they're like the same that, plan everybody got dusted on. Yeah. Yes, it does. It does. I'm not sure Dude. if they. Some people are saying that they have like a team going to Titan two. Going at Thanos head on. What? Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, some people are just they're gonna go after Thanos head on. They find out where he is, and they're just gonna go straight to him. But if it's on the same planet they got dusted on, what if it's Captain Marvel and she thinks she's some kind of threat? Uh, you know what? I like that. Oh yeah, I like yeah. that. So that, she, that that's yeah. a good one. I like that. Have her, uh, him, and uh, have her and Tony yeah, trying no. to fight. Have her be mad and just have Tony sit down like, yeah, I'm tired. Like, come on, yeah. (laughs) I ain't eaten in four days. Uh They have no way of telling them, hey, we're sending um, this new chick to come and rescue you all. You know? So, that could very well be. If it's the same planet. I really need to see what the Russos are going to do with Captain Marvel. That would really dictate how I feel about her. Because I just feel like... I yeah. need to see what they're going to do. Because yeah. they made Scarlet Witch ten times better than she was in Age of Ultron in Civil War. Dude, they made everything from Age of Ultron better. Than <laughs> they, they you just really First of all, movie, they, they, they took out the love story in Age of Ultron. They took a while, they took out um the, uh, what's it call it? The accent that she had as well. So, that, that, that's pretty good. That's, good, that's a pretty good rap sheet. I forgot she had that trash-ass accent. Yeah, yeah, it just mysteriously it disappeared. disappeared. It got dusted. That count, that that count chocula <laughs> accent. That one was pretty bad. She was like one, two, three. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. <laughs> you know how really much bad. paprika has to go to here? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> just talk. Yeah, anybody? Uh, you didn't see that coming? Yeah. <laughs> oh God, no. Yo, bring him back. Bring him back. No, no, no. no. Stop. No, no. Stop. I want to see my man running around in some underwear, some Under Armour, some, some Adidas. No. I don't need him in his dick sporting goods get up. No. No. I'd rather, rather have kick ass. I, I'd rather have kick ass. Quicksilver, man. Bring him back to what? Because all they going to do is slow him down like stop. And he can do that. Get his ass laid out. Try to, try to do that. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Uh, seen again, except Thanos just trashes Quicksilver. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, we have a scene of Black Widow shooting a gun directly yeah. on beat to the music. Uh, I'm sure Q would love that. I can't. Um, after that, and then we have Captain America strapping up. Now, I ain't gonna uh, lie to you. I was hyped for that. I was like, no time. I was really feeling Cap. I was like, like y'all pissed him off. I'm surprised people didn't call Blackface on it because he was dirty. Shut up. His yeah. face look dirty. Yo, not only that, though, but he's actually strapping on the shield, so it's not the magnetic shield. Exactly. Yeah. He cocked yep. the shield. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. like, uh-huh. this is like, where are they? What time is this? Right. Mm-hmm. What suit is that? That suit looks bulky. It is not the suit with, like, the little, oh, wait, with the little armor on it. Yeah, so, this is the old one. This is the, I think this is the older, um, this was the uh, Captain uh, Winter Soldier. Well, I just paused it on there, and it's the suit that has, um, it's the suit that has like the scales. The scales. On it. Yeah, the scales. So this is kind of, I'm pretty sure this is like a newer suit. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know what they're gonna do. I'm yeah. so excited. Right. What a time I, to be a nerd right now. I, I agree <laughs> oh, with you. Yeah. And then I go watch the movie, and it'd be like, that, that's him in World War Two. I'll be like, yo, fuck Shut you. Shut up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, yeah, exactly. Now this, Fuck you. Now this next scene had me think about the Ant Man scene 
where um, we saw Ant-Man in the Avengers uh, Tower. You saw a light glowing in the background, but you don't know what he was, but he looked worried. This next thing, you see Ant-Man in action, and he is using a pencil to flick himself further. And you see, like, office supplies, like aux cords, a roll of tape, all that. Could, th- could someone attack the Avengers Tower? Yeah, yeah. Or, no, I'm sorry, not the tower, but the base. Could that be possible? And if so, who? I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I've got so many ideas. It, it's no point for Thanos to attack. And then it, yeah. it, it, it's it's no point for Captain Marvel to attack because they already revealed their hand on that one. Oh, you know what? Maybe it might be Captain Marvel. It could be. It could be that she's like, hey. where's Fury? How do you know Fury? Because, you know, Scarlett Johansson, I got to get that ball in her face. Yeah, uh-huh. Because, uh, you know, Scarlett Johansson don't know how to step down. Exactly. So, so we got to. <laughs> she get her so ass maybe. kicked. Right, she's going to scissor kick her. Just a kick on Thanos, twenty nineteen. Bicycle kick. <laughs> so, so yeah, it might be Captain Marvel. Power head. It might be Captain Marvel. Now I swear, if that's cat fight, Captain Captain Marvel, he strapped that shield on. I'm like, you know what? Fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> y'all done did it. Do you, do you think, think he has time to put his whole suit on? <laughs> yeah, time to put. I don't know what. Remember, he's cat, right? That's true. That's true. That's true. Like what? All right. And then we got the, then we got the money shot. Everyone in a quantum realm suit. We have Captain America, without the beard, looking stoic as ever. Of course. Then we have Scott Lang, who's still breaking my heart. He looks depressed. Nobody's more more depressed than Thor, bro. Sorry. I'm sorry. Thor has his head up. Scott Lang. What can Scott Lang do? He just got off a of house arrest. He just got his daughter back. And then he loses it right then and there. Yeah, he said, we have never... No, honestly, everyone looks pretty bummed. Like, they all look like... I don't okay. know if any of y'all play sports, <laughs> but, they, but, 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 but they all look like when you about to go into the championship and you just went into halftime and you taking that L and your coach is shooting y'all out in the locker room. Yep. Like, yo, y'all better get out there and win. And they be like, all right, yo, everyone drink your Gatorade. It's go time. Like, oh, man, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. We got to go, go get it. That's what they look like. They look like they about to go do something. And yeah. Ant-Man looked very unsure of his place on this team. Yeah. Exactly. I think it's mostly Ant-Man because they're in a quantum realm suits. He knows the quantum realm the most. So he might be the most worried one out of all of them. Real. He might be the most worried one you know, out you, of all of them. You, you, you're right. Why is Don Cheeto wearing this crazy armor? That's what I'm saying. They're like, like take Person. it off. I know, Don Cheeto looked like I should have died in Civil War. That's what his face is saying to me. <laughs> like, why did I sign this contract? Don Cheeto looked like he's recasting fences in space. <laughs> <laughs> Called horse fields. <laughs> Yo, this, this suit really is big. It looked like they just placed his head on it. He's not even him. They just placed so his head on it. It's like, <laughs> why do they got shoulder pads like that? Like, what is it? What is it needing like, to shoulder check? Like, like, like he's like, He's not taller than he's not taller than Hawkeye. So he's like a javelin from Anthem. Like it's just so big. <laughs> Are you watching the door? <laughs> y'all get on first. I got y'all. All right. <laughs> and then, 
after that, we got Tony Stark looking much, much, much less buff than him. That's what I'm saying. Had... Look, Tony, take care of your black friend, please. I'm just saying, you got this man walking around this bulky ass armor. You got this thing that's leased into your, you know, your track jacket. I'm like, come he got, on. He got him legs. There is no, there's no excuse for there's no excuse why War Machine should be having this heavy ass guy. Like, how does he carry that around with him? He's a war machine. <laughs> I can feel like Tony's saying that. He's a war machine. What else he gonna have? Better than the Iron Patriot, I tell you that much. Oh, oh thank God. That. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. We don't bring up that. No, uh, I'm talking about the Iron Patriot because low key they just took that suit and was like, we're gonna put it in Tales from the Hood too. Yeah. Oh, that movie is so bad. Oh, he had to. I, that, that was, was uh, that we was a red box yep. Avengers Endgame, and we compared it to Tales of the Hood. Thanks, black people. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate you. All the, pro- have, uh, all the producers of that movie was in Crab Shack today. You stupid. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. And then we have um, Scarlett Johansson again, you know, and then. Avengers Endgame and then the money shot that people are waiting for another money shot that people were Thor looking at Captain Marvel look he yeah that's pain in his eyes he lost it all not pain <laughs> he lost Captain it all Marvel. and then he calls his hammer to him and Captain Marvel doesn't flinch and she also doesn't look any younger so I'm trying to figure out what type of of like age and plan she is in you mean she calls older? Pharrell she she don't yeah she didn't age at all. I think they're gonna have to. I think they're gonna try to explain that through some form of. I don't know. Whatever's in her just makes her age slower. You well, see, the Cree blood makes us age a lot less. Well, yeah, something like that. Well, I mean, you got three hours to do it, right? <laughs> also, <laughs> because that's. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Um, no, go ahead. You got to you. Oh, because. That doesn't make sense though because wasn't uh Marvel wasn't she like an authentic Cree and she was old. Yeah. She might have been hundreds of years old. Yeah, that's Look, what I was thinking. You got three hours to do it. Okay. <laughs> you you got three hours to explain all the things that I wanna hear because if you wrap up the story, this story better not have no plot holes. Well they might not tell because Captain Marvel's gonna be in the next phase. So yeah. Can, can I ask y'all a question? Sure, yeah. please. Do you think at the end of this movie it's going to lay the foundation for either the Fantastic Four or the X-Men to come into the MCU? Too no. much. No. I don't think it will do that at all. Honestly? I, I feel like if any movie was to introduce a Fantastic Four, it should be Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Why? I feel like he's the closest to them. Why? I don't know. I think it's just the animated shows I watch. He and does. every time I saw like the Fantastic Four, it was along with Spider-Man. Plus, uh, he was on the team multiple times. So, I feel like he will be the closest out of all of them. Uh-huh. Okay. I feel like you might be just a little bit biased there. Swag. Just a little oh, no, bit. no, 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 no. I mean, Future Foundation, he had that white suit when uh, Johnny Storm died. And then he had the um, Fantastic Four suit with the brown paper bag over his head. So I feel like they will. If anyone, they're gonna uh, try to do. They try to do. Uh, what's it called? Easter eggs, uh, fan favorites, fan service, something like that. I have a theory that when this movie ends, it's gonna lay the groundwork for the for the X Men or the Fantastic Four 
to come into the MCU. You, I don't think we will see them, but kind of like how when Ant-Man introduced the, the Quantum Realm back in Ant-Man, and everyone was like, yo, this changes everything. Like, I, I still think that whatever's going to happen, I'm, I have some theories, um, but I think if they're going to do anything, they're going to introduce the X-Men in the same way they introduced the X-Men and the Ultimate X-Men with them trying to chase the Captain America serum and ended up making X-Men. But is it Scarlet Witch a... A mutant? Not, not in this storyline. No, she, she's, she's a miracle. They're yeah. <laughs> miracles. Actually, her and Captain Marvel kind of have the same... They got their powers kind of in the same way. Yeah. From, from the Tesseract. From a stone, yeah. Yeah. And, um... I don't... See, here's the thing. Do I want it to set the foundation? Or I, I think it has a better chance of setting... The foundation for the X Men than the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. The Fantastic Four will get a will get a showing for like you'll see the Baxter Building and there it is. They're not going to end after we got that bad taste in our mouth forty three years ago. Not we're not doing that. Uh, X Men on on the other hand, I have a feeling that they will lay the foundation down for that movie. However, I think it may be too much. I honestly, I think fans people want fan service. I got it. I think the Russo brothers are going to be focused on let's wrap up this story. There's going to be a post-credit scene. There may be a little seed to, to show you who the new baddie is and the new story going to be. Maybe Galactus or Celestial or whatever the case may be. But laying the groundwork for the X-Men, honestly, they kind of already did that already. So we just don't you know, kind of know about it. And it's going to be a weird way because they try to make they try their best. They try to make the humans the X Men. That's not going to work. So that was I, a horrible job. Yeah, they did a terrible job. I oh, really oh. think because I, I I'm not going to tell you who it was, but one of my friends came to me talking about how good the humans was. I said, "Oh, I could tell you a Marvel bitch right now." Because oh, because <laughs> because Inhumans ain't good worth a damn. I'm just saying, but you know, I can take a guess at who that was. Yeah, but I'm like whatever. Um, I'm just saying. Uh, no, I love the death. But anyway. Uh, I, I really think it's just going to be just uh, wrap, wrap, wrap up the story give us who the new baddie is I don't think the whole Fantastic Four uh, X-Men thing is going to be Force I think if you, if you add that to the groundwork it'll be Force yeah I feel like if they start the groundwork it will ruin the fact that they're ending the, uh, ending the saga right here yeah end this first and then if you want to have some post-credit scenes in Spider-Man or wherever the case, wherever we go after this, then yeah, so be it. You just said it yourself. There could be that fatigue. You got to give people some chance to breathe. Yeah. Because this movie, no matter which way it goes, it's going to exhaust us. Yeah. Infinity War exhaust us to the point where it's just like, damn. Do we need an Ant-Man so we can laugh a little bit? But, uh... <laughs> If I mean, anyone, I didn't, yeah, man. It, I, I'm still hurt. I'm just yeah. I so, could have thoughts about the trailer. I could have. I, I, you could have just gave me Endgame. Like I don't know why they was playing. Making us wait. Oh, well, look, the they ain't year. playing no. Hey, look, it, it, look, we, 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 we about to get the Endgame. We about to get the final movie. And we about to get that whole Stan Lee Marvel Ten thing. This is going to be a very emotional ride. Yeah. Start. Oh God. Yeah. That 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 whole three hours. It's going to be bad. If, if, if I swear to God, if they got Stanley getting dusted, I'm like, you know what? Y'all fucked up. 
Stan Lee shot a bunch of cameos. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to be around for a couple more movies. Yeah, he yeah. did. Don't drink anything. <laughs> don't drink anything in this movie. Yeah, don't please don't. Uh, yeah, so, um, any last thoughts about the trailer? I, I, I thought it was great. I, I'm mm-hmm. very excited about the movie. I, I actually, from, from now until April, uh, I got like four movies lined up that I'm all excited for. So, I'm good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mark? Uh, I feel good, man. I just, I just, I just want to see what happens. I just want to know what, I just want to know how it's going to go down. Right. Uh, Lady Sketch? Um, I was going to go see it regardless. We could have not gotten anything else, and I'm still still excited for it. So They could have played the opening trailer, like that opening Avengers animation, on repeat for three minutes. That would have been like the best trailer I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> when, can I, when, when can I buy my ticket? Right. <laughs> wow. I'm telling you, rumor has it April 2nd is when they go on sale. So... I'm making sure I buy my ticket that day. April eight, April second. That's the rumor. Uh-oh. That's the rumor. I think that might be a payday. That Shit, if, a payday. It, if it ain't, start saving your paychecks now. Sorry, no, we should try to organize an event and try to like stock up some tickets where we I, all can just go. I, I, I have crazy. off that Thursday. Oh, I'm taking off. I have off that Thursday, that Friday, and I'm seeing. I'm know I'm seeing it again. Yo, yo, I'm telling you right now. So. Fuck. These jobs, all right? Uh, <laughs> fuck these jobs, bro. If we make it's look, look yeah. tomorrow ain't promised at all. So if we all make this movie. Fuck all these, cause our boss is gonna go see it too. Fuck these yeah. jobs. Oh yeah, and they're gonna ask me, hey Anthony, where were you today? It's a holiday. Look, I already <laughs> this is a return. I already told my dad, don't look for me April twenty sixth. Why? Uh-huh. I won't be there that day or the 25th because I'm going to be going to see Adventures Endgame. When I pick up my uh, my, my wife from work, I'm like, look, we going right now. She's like, like, right now? I'm like, right now? When you ask questions, you already did something wrong. You know, Mark, your wife work at the same place. You can pick her up too. I'm like, you know what? We got somewhere to go. She's like, right now? Like, you don't ask questions. If you answer questions on April 25th and 26th, you, you, you're not about this life. <laughs> I cannot deal. You, you're not about this life at all. Because I, I don't even want to hear it. Fuck this guy. I don't even know why people talking to me like it's cute. Like, oh, Avengers coming out. Are you seeing it? I'm like, don't be disrespectful. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be there for the birth of my kid. Yes. Exactly. Ten years in the making. Why are you Why are you playing with me right now? Yeah, I'm gonna see it. You know what? Yeah, I already got the tickets. What are you talking about? I got two tickets already. Get out of here. Exactly. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you. If I was to have this baby in April, I'm like, we gotta find delivery room somewhere near Fandango and AMC. Some place gotta have it. Yeah. Some place, you know. Yeah. As Dana's yeah, coming up on screen. Exactly. I don't care. Put your cell phone away, bro. You don't understand something. You don't want this smoke right now. It's something to say. Absolutely. So yeah, so I, I, Mark, I agree with you. When people ask stupid questions like that, I'm like yo, bro, you really got my face, and they see I got a Marvel hat on, right? You know, so, and, they know I live this life. Like it's not, it's not cute. I'm walking around with Black Panther shoes on. You know what I'm saying? In a corporate office, like I live this life, dog. Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing it. Come you, on now. You know, like people ask me. You, you, you can ask me about Cat tomorrow. We told you you're going to see Endgame, bro. It's a like it's a habit. You should know by now. Just looking at my wardrobe, looking at my person. I'm like, bro, have you not seen me? Are you serious? Yeah. I, 
Yeah, bro, I, I, I will be at Endgame. If I'm breathing, I'm being there. Yeah, Marvel is my dealer, and I'm waiting for my next hit. There it is, Damn. because <laughs> Let's Swag on Zero tell me, yeah, man, I got to work today at David's Bridal. Oh, fuck the clothes no, no, and no, fuck the no, wedding no, people. No, 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 I'm calling out. They don't accept my request. I'm, they're not seeing me. They do not accept my request off. They are not seeing Bruh, me at all. Just I like took, how it was with Kingdom Hearts 3. Took off. I told them, do not call me. I took the whole <laughs> weekend off when Infinity War came out and rolled my mama, which is my job, to the movie theater. Yep. Yep. Rolled it in. She said, what time is the movie? I said, 12. What time do you want me to get ready? 9 o'clock. Exactly. Nine AM. You should be getting ready because you walk too slow. We, we don't play these games. Exactly. We don't play these games at all. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I was. In, I was in the theater still looking at at the uh that uh you know uh AMC special look type thing when I got there. I said I know I'm early. That's even before the, the previous trailers came out. So I'm like, all right, long as you got your seat. As long as you're good, yep. because yep. I'm not gonna be late for no end game at all. Sure ain't. My wife can be look. Lady sketch can be mad at me talking about stuff. Yo, this day at work. To, I, look, I don't want to hear about none of them people that be calling you. <laughs> I don't hear none of that shit. I, I'll snap them, let them blow it. We gotta go see end game. This will fix everything. Yep, sure. Yep. So you ain't never lie. I'm just saying. You ain't never lie. Had to preach real quick. Go ahead. Oh lord. <laughs> well, it looks like Mar was preaching to the choir. They have brought back James Gunn to do Gardens of the Galaxy 3. So he's doing two superhero movies at a time. And Brightburn. Suicide's, oh, God, yeah, he do have Brightburn coming out. So he, well, he's a producer on that one. He, he didn't like direct Oh, he's a producer. Anything. Oh, I thought yeah, he directed that. I'm about to say because. No, no. I thought he co-wrote that. Didn't he co-wrote uh, it? He might have co-wrote it, but I know he didn't direct it. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, look, he, he has a resume out. He has a good resume out. For the next two years, well, I'm sorry. For the next couple years, he has a good resume, y'all. So, how do you guys feel about him coming back for Guardians of the Galaxy uh, three? I'm gonna start with uh, Lee Sketch this time. Um, I mean, I guess it's a good thing for the movie. I'm not surprised because I I thought that they kind of they pulled the trigger kind of fast, no pun intended, on firing him. Um, when everything. Oh. I got it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I got it. Oh man. Okay, I but I kind of felt like they they did that kind of fast. I feel like they're going to circle back at some point, and they did. Um, so I guess it's a good thing. I mean, I don't think you know Batista saying he wasn't coming back really had that much of an effect. They just no. Knew. I think Triple H had a lot of power. <laughs> Give me what I want. Tell me what I want. Shut up. It actually happened. <laughs> uh, yo, I'm telling you, that argument sounded like two, two, two old guys in front of a Charlie B's, man. I'm telling it you. Sure it sure Give me what I want. <laughs> I was like, Triple H got that power? That's all we need to do. Yo, Triple H, drop the Avengers trailer. <laughs> I just, I think it's, I, I'm not surprised. I feel like this was probably in the cards the whole time. They were just waiting for something for it all to die down. And they would be like, you know what? We can go get him back because why would you mess up your uh, mess up this trilogy like this? Like, let's just go get some rent, somebody else, and hope that it's okay. Like it just, I don't know. I just right. I agree because I I even heard they uh, they even try to look for new directors. 
just they just fired him just for the publicity and then brought him right back. Uh, Mr. Amy, what how do you feel about they this? They had that man on speed dial the whole time. <laughs> they, they fired him and he said, I'm going to save you in my phone as one. So I'm going to wait a little bit. And then they was like, okay, I'm going to wait. And James going to go soak. And then he was like, oh, wait. He he co-wrote right in Brightburn. That looked great. Oh, he doing Suicide Squad. He don't have ha-ha in there. Oh, damn, that looks oh, even man. better. Okay. And it's like, you know what? Damn, we got we, 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 we got to get him back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know what? Hey, it's it's a good move. I mean, I like the Guardians of the Galaxy. I wasn't a big fan of two like I was a one. But, uh, I mean, it still had the, the the James Gunn flow and, you know, genius in it. So him coming back for the third one, that's going to be good. Don't know if Batista going to join him. But oh, he is. <laughs> it, it, it's like a Ryan Cougar, Michael B. Jordan. The way he was champion so hard, I think so. I'm just saying, but if Drax is dead, because I thought they were kill Drax, and he come back and, oh, he wrestling again? All right, let's kill them all. Well, maybe he was dead. Maybe he won't Ooh, come back. Maybe it was Disney playing the whole time. <laughs> that would be sorry. <laughs> that is it's so like, all right, Dave Batista. All right, you want to, okay, kill him. You know what? Bring James Gunn back now that he's dead. Oh, yeah, that, that, that was, that's just petty. Damn, that's petty. But, but Batista bombed <laughs> all the executives at Disney. <laughs> oh, that, damn. That, that, that is something. That, that's going to happen. You know, but I, I, I'd also, I think it's really good uh, for what happened. I mean, for the situations that he that he was fired for, I felt as though that he wasn't given a fair chance, as right. some of the other people were, you know. And I'm like, if you can keep Robert Downey Jr. for 10 years, I'm pretty sure yep. you keep James Gunn. So I'm just like, so, yeah, you know, it, it, it's good. Now, will Guardians 3 be good? Probably not. But I'm just saying, but uh, yeah. good to have him back. Yeah. Um, Mark, how do you feel? I I really don't care. Like, I, Guardians of the Galaxy is one of those franchises where and I like the comics. When the first movie came out, I was wild. The second movie came out, I was just like, meh. And then from that time, like, the way James got handled it, like, the whole situation, I thought that was very disappointing for me. I don't think he should have got fired, but, I mean, I would have been like, come on, man, you should pull it together. But, like, Chris Pat is, like, super weird to me now. Like, I don't know. They're, like, they teased um, Adam Warlock, and he should be in Infinity War. I don't know what they're going to do. I imagine it's going to be a fine, good movie. It's just not the property that I really care about any longer. I'm more interested in what I'm more interested in like the Eternals than I am Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, I agree with you on okay. that. Um, yeah, I'm indifferent. I was like, look, I, I just, I just want to see what happens with Adam Warlock. I want to see how they're going to wrap this Guardians of the Galaxy story up. Um, I do, I am glad that he's coming back because they keep they said they were going to keep the script, mm-hmm. and if you're going to keep the person you find a script and have a different director, I feel like that vision is going to be tainted. Uh, Justice League. So, I'm happy for that. I'm happy for that portion of the story. Um, now, he's also doing Suicide Squad 2, or Soft Reboot, whatever you want to call it. Um, which movie would you be more excited for? Suicide Squad 2. Really? Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Yo, that lineup for Suicide Squad 2 sounds awful. Ratcatcher, Polka Dot Man. Oh, oh my God. Those I are, actually didn't hear the list. 
Oh, you, you, you don't? You don't know? No, no. Could you go over that? Yes, I can. Give me one second to uh, why bring you look it for that? up. Uh, Miss Amy, can you explain why you're excited for uh, Suicide Squad 2? One, I was always intrigued in the Suicide Squad. I thought the first movie failed at what it was trying to do, and I think they went a little bit too far. They, they did a little bit too much to be different, when they just kept it the same. And kind of to that core story that everybody thought it was going to be, I think it would have been successful. So with DC definitely turning the boat around and trying something new, having James Gunn as a director, obviously he's going to bring more of the fun factor in there. It's a misfits. He knows how to handle the misfits. So that's what Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy is. And so them uh, bringing that into Suicide Squad, I think that's what they need because they are misfits. So And Suicide Squad is not meant to be, you know, money grabbing characters. Only two money characters are Deadshot and Harley Quinn. Everybody else literally is expendable or you know, you don't really give a fuck about. So I, I and it's more about yep. curiosity also to see what he brings to it. Cause I already know he's gonna bring the Guardians. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's nothing special there for me. It's just, it's like I already know where it's gonna be like that's what I say I, if I ain't like the second one that much, I don't know if I want uh, the, the, the third one is gonna do any better when you get to like, you know, the trilogies. But him taking on a whole new property of all new different kind of superheroes, I, I I'm more game for that. Oh, that's great! That's great, uh, Lady Sketch. Do you have all? Uh, which one would you be more excited for? I'm be uh, honest with you, I honestly don't care either way. Okay. <laughs> I guess I I guess I'll say Guardians three, only because I wasn't super crazy about the second one either but I feel like I still liked it more than Suicide Squad okay I'm not really invested in Suicide Squad I am curious also to see what he brings um to the movie uh but I don't I I, I'm gonna just say Guardians just for the sake of seeing how it is wrapped up at it cause it's whatever for me at this point (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha. That's a good point, though, because uh, I kind of feel the same way. Um, however, if I had to give the edge, I would give it to Guardians, just for the Cosmoverse of um, Marvel, just to see, because I feel like he's going to put a lot of Easter eggs that's going to lead to Eternals and other um, cosmic theme movies. Uh, in, I'm not one, sure Mark, uh, in one through five uh, post-credit scenes? Yeah. Most likely. <laughs> Most likely. You want to see Stallone back? for seven. You want to see the originals back? Sure, I'd love to see Stallone. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's called, yeah, I'd rather see him in like Rambo, maybe. Oh, God. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm, the, I'm a guard. You know? Uh, <laughs> Mark, did you find a list of the cast? I, uh, yeah, I did. Okay, uh, before you so, do, uh, I just wanted your uh, opinion for which one. Oh, um, probably Guardians, if I had to pick. Um, mainly just because I think the Suicide Squad is, even in the comics, they're very lame to me. Like, I'm, I'm not very interested in, like, that story. I think he probably would have did a really good job at it, um, but I'm not, I'm not super interested in none of that at all, actually. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, apparently there's a new uh, cast list for Suicide Squad. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. Um, the only thing I heard was uh, Idris Elba will be replacing um, 
Will Smith as Deadshot. Um, triangle, bitch. Hopefully this isn't uh, <laughs> is another Wild Wild West moment for Will Smith. Uh, <laughs> just picking the picking the bad picking the bad timing and the bad role for it. Um, so what do you think? Um, I'm sorry, God, not what do you think? What is the uh, casting list for the Suicide Squad team? All right, so we got um, Idris Elba coming back as Deadshot. Deadshot will be the center of the film. Um, they say there's they're still kind of not sure exactly what's going to happen with Harley Quinn. I, they do believe she's coming back, so you can pretty much count um, Deadshot, Harley Quinn. Then it will be Ratcatcher. Um, Never heard of him. Yeah, no one. They're gonna they're gonna I think they're gonna gender bend Ratcatcher. It's usually a, a guy. I think they're gonna make it a girl. And kind of give it a father-daughter relationship with Deadshot. Um, Her neck going off anyway. It don't matter. Yeah. Um, we got King Shark, which is cool. I'm, I'm here for King Shark. Because Killer Croc I did not like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Polka Dot Man. Never heard of him. Yeah. Peacemaker. That's a villain? Uh, that's, <laughs> like a, that's like a dude who shoots people, I guess. I don't know. And that's oh. it. That's, that's who they're saying is going to be the squad of for the for the new Suicide Squad. Okay, you know what? I don't know how to feel about this because I feel like James Gunn could make it work because you have an idiot, a raccoon, a tree, an assassin, and a psychopath all together, and it's like, how is this going to work? And it worked. Mm-hmm. So I have faith. That's that's pretty much all I can say. Uh, with this, I, I I got a trailer. A trailer will help me much more than just uh, hearing this cast list. So hopefully, time will tell, and we can get to that. Now for our big topic: um, what makes a great opening in a movie? Um, we have openings that really, really, you know drives us into the movie like uh mr a and e said with bird box that's what drove him in to the movie and um and if endgame doesn't have a certain feel that will completely bring him down to letter grade in the movie absolutely um, i don't care about being and, the bad guy <laughs> and i'll say the same thing for widows um I'll, you'll hear my second review on that soon but that opening got me you know into the movie immediately so for you guys what what are some um, openings that really drove you, and what makes an opening work? What does an opening have to do? Uh, let's start with uh, Miss A&E. One of the greatest openings in cinema history. <laughs> oh, oh shit! It, so <laughs> you. No, in my personal opinion, Halloween. As we get the first person, one of the first movies in the series that did the first person thing. As you get the first person as something is walking up the stairs, and then we see, it's, it, you see it's obviously wearing a mask, going up to the sister's room, she's naked, next thing you know, you just see the knife come down, and he's stabbing her, we don't know why, and then when it walks out, it's a little kid, and you're like, what the fuck happened? This is a thing, and then that, 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 that music starts, oh, I'm ready for it, you gotta let me know what happens now. Because why did the little kid kill his sister? I had so many questions, but I was so engaged into the movie. I need something that's going to uh, introduce a, a, a main character in the story, 
show why they're threatening and why they do the things they do or maybe why they don't do the things they do and something that's going to set up the whole theme of the, the rest of the movie. Halloween is one of my favorite ones. Not just because I love the movie, but the opening was very, very chilling. Gotcha, gotcha. I haven't seen it, so I can't... you never uh, seen the 1978 Halloween? Uh, why are you I knew this was coming. <laughs> I knew this was coming. Oh, oh. <laughs> why, why are you shocked at this point? Because I thought he wasn't going to see it before he wanted to go see the new one. Oh, oh no. I just went to the new... I said in the review that I haven't seen the Oh, God, okay. I said that in a review. <laughs> um, Lady Sketch, what makes an opening for you? And do you have an opening that really carts you to really get into the movie? I'm going to be honest with you. I cannot. I, I'm not going to be able to think of one off the top of my head. Okay. Um, but I I don't want to give a super generic answer, but it is kind of just like. You got served? What? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, that, 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 that movie did get me hyped. No, the beginning of that movie did get me hyped. You got, of all the ones you could have pulled out your backpack, you got served. I, I, I'm trying to put one that, that, that you were like, I can't put one out of my backpack. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't get behind Halloween, so why did I pull some of them? I mean, I, First of all, I, you I, got served was great. <laughs> that opening was great. Did you just say you got served was great? The opening was Are you great. okay? Okay. But... I don't. I just honestly, I need something that is going to pull me in. It doesn't have to be like action. It doesn't have to be like, you know, somebody getting stabbed, and <laughs> and it's revealed that as a child. I just need something that's going to make me think a little bit. Or I I like when when it when a movie opens, kind of like what you said with Halloween, but not the same scenario. When a movie opens, and I'm just like, okay, so what now like what where do we go from here because i've seen movies where the movie itself is not horrible but the opening is just like meh and it and if i hadn't gotten through that first few minutes i probably wouldn't have, i wouldn't have watched the rest of it but i don't know i didn't really have a um a great answer for this one okay <laughs> so i don't know i don't i don't want to uh want to drag no, 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 I definitely understand. Um, Mark, is there any uh, opening that really gets you? Or uh, what makes an opening for you? You know, I always feel like opening of films should just kind of set the tone for what the movie's going to be like. Um, if it's a good opening, if it's a good opening, it will let you know. It will, in some type of way, connect with the ending of the film and kind of bring it full surface. So, you know, you can either open with, like, the irreliable narrator or you can open with a set of action or horror, or like, just show like the like the circumstances of like the world that the movie takes place in. Like, um, I would say some good openings for me, which I thought were pretty intense, uh, was um, a quiet place that, that 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 just lets you know, like, hey man, little kids can get it too. Um, <laughs> yeah, yo, God, that <laughs> bird box was pretty wild. Um, Initially, I thought this question was about superhero films, and I was just like, yeah, obviously, like, the best one to me was, like, Blade. Like, the opening sequence of Blade, I thought was phenomenal, and it just really set the tone for, like, yeah, you're about to see this dude with a high-top fade and a trench coat just go ham with swords and guns. Yes, on vampires, because you didn't know there was vampires in the the party until the blood game there. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. 
No, no, I, I mean, you could do superhero movies. I'm saying, I, yeah, yeah, I have any, more movies, any movie you want. but uh, I got superhero movies also, but you know, I just love movies, so I just know he's a cinephile. Is that what you, what uh, you call me? Shut up. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what it's called, yeah. Yes. I never knew. I never knew. Okay, I'm fired. He said it like he yeah. talked about your mother. He, 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 he heard five. He was like, don't put me in that category. What? Like, oh, 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 oh. So, based on my uh, writing class, this is what I have for oh, opening. An <laughs> opening. You hate me. Whoa, people. An opening. Like it's supposed to set up the question this story is going to answer. Um, back when I was doing my creative writing, I would start off with a narration like, uh, welcome to this world where you're da 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 That is not how you get it. You cannot start with a narration. You have to, st- a, a good way to start is with an action set piece. It doesn't have to be all action. It just, ha- you have to see something going on. Uh, a good one is a uh, screen. Uh, Damn, yeah, you took you one of mine on my list. <laughs> uh, that, that was a brilliant opening. Phone rings, girl answer, freaky voice, pop culture dialogue, scary things happen, girl gets scared, boyfriend dead, finally see the mass killer. Damn. It, it, it's like we're engaged. You ha- I you mean, it, it was Drew one. Barrymore. You could just say Drew Barrymore. It's all good. Oh, God. Don't you know I, I couldn't think of her name. I'm <gasps> oh, sorry. I love like, the narration thing because I don't like that either, except for when it's done really well. Mm-hmm. And I think like the narration opening for like Memento, where he was like, you can see that you heard the confusion in his voice and how it was like it, it went with the, the movie being infused. That was one of the few times I've seen narrations done well. Was like Memento. Right. Another one I was going to mention is a YouTube series called well, I'm um, not YouTube series, a uh, Netflix series uh, called You. It starts off with a narration. But it starts off with, it's like he's describing an object. Girl walks in the store, he's like, hmm, cute. Oh, you're into this book, so you're just doing this because you want attention. You have uh, these bracelets on, so when you walk, they move, so people could just turn around and look at you. He's like describing and analyzing this girl as she is walking through the store. And that's what really gets you. It's like you're diving into a character's mind to figure out another character. I thought that was genius. I thought it was a genius opening until we get to the shocker. Like, hello, my name's Joe. And it's like, that that was a great opening to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what other, I can't think of another opening right off that. Uh, Mr. a you said you had a good amount. Uh, I do. Um, okay, well, if we're going the superhero route, uh, number one, I'll, X-Men 2. Mm-hmm. Nightcrawler is Could taking Could you remind out- me? Huh? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. I was gonna ask if you could remind me, but uh, oh yeah. yes. Nightcrawler take it out the White House. That Nightcrawler that. with the narration by Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. So you know, narrations work sometimes. Uh-huh. It and, does. It does. I'm not then, saying it and doesn't work. You're sitting thinking like, wait a minute. When I grew up watching the '90s cartoon, Nightcrawler was the good guy. Why is he here taking the White House? You never, you didn't know what the reason was. You didn't know that, you know, Striker put a little, put a little of that serum on the back of his neck. He was just there trying to kill the president, and then when he finally shot him, there's like mutant freedom. Now I'm like, what's happening? I did, I, I expect that from Nightcrawler. So, X Men Two comes to mind. I don't know how nobody mentioned Dark Knight, Dark Knight. Or, or Dark Knight Rises. That was, that was my. I was sitting here thinking this whole time, like, what can I? Dark Knight. Dark Knight is an, an opening I enjoy. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, of course, the revealing of the Joker and how 
they're, they're, they're robbing a bank, and next thing you know, it's like, oh, shit, he's the one that's robbing them. He's setting them all up. Brilliant. Or how Bane is just a straight badass, and he just don't give a fuck what you're going to say. And I'm right. just, I'm, 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 I'm going I'm to let you think you got me, but you don't got me. I thought that was great. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Peter Quill's mom dies. He's very emotional. This ship come out of nowhere and just takes him up. And he's still, I'm still wondering, like, do, do his parents know? Or do, do, do his uncles and aunts know what happened to him? Does anyone know? That's true. Yeah, so, yeah, they you know, really address that. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, all those are great openings. And, uh, I mean, uh, if you want to, now, uh, we can talk movies. Like you said, Scream, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Indiana Jones. Yeah, I was going to mention that as well. The first, my man's right from the boulder. I'm like, yes, yeah. you got to let me know what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that was uh, action packed from the whole start of it. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, that, that was uh, one of my favorite movies also out of the whole Indiana Jones series. So, until they made the fourth one. But. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, when it, I can think of something like this, uh, what I'm thinking of, I love the opening to Straight Outta Compton. Because if you oh, don't... Oh, yeah, that was pretty dope. Yeah, I yeah, If you don't know the history of that time in the 80s, when you see a whole tank come through somebody's house and push the girl, like, to the wall, I'm like, I'm pretty sure she's dead. I'm not sure, but uh, to, to, to see that, you're like, why the hell are they ramming tanks through the people's houses? And so like that. So if you don't, if you don't know that, but it sets up the narrative and the story as it goes into a kind of like a soft music piece. I'm like, you know what? I enjoyed that. Right. There, there's actually one of the uh, uh, like uh, biopics that had a that opening that if I if I didn't know the person, I'm still invested into the movie. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, one uh, another one was the first Transformers uh, when they're in the military base and they're trying to figure out why this helicopter is around or trying to come back and it turns out the helicopter was like one that was shot down years ago it lands they're all guns out and then it just starts transforming and just wrecking wrecking the whole battlefield the only movie that I was passable that, to me that 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 opening was like I remember my mom watched it she was like this is way too intense <laughs> I don't even know what's going on and, uh, and, then, and then what I liked in that movie is that um Whatever the main character, the um, the soldier was, the one that was married to Fergie, he, he kept that same energy when he saw that same Transformer uh, throughout the movie. As soon as he saw it again, he's like, "Oh yeah, we're dead." Yeah. So, I, I yeah, uh, I do agree that um, some openings must have a full circle, uh, just like Mark said. Um, I agree with all the points uh, Mr. A&E said. Um, the narration, again, it could be a give or take. It depends on how good the narration is. But um, in this world where, you know, you, you got to grab someone's attention, within three to eight seconds, you got to have something that hits. I mean, I don't know because I'm still a fan of that Star Wars slow crawl. I, uh, I'm... I'm uh, I was going to I am not that. a fan of the Star Wars Snowcrawl. Like, you, you, you're not a fan of the Snowcrawl? What? That's why I like Rogue One. I am not a fan of it. I'm so tired of it. Speed what? that John up, man. Speed yo. that John up. I don't got time for that. Yo, but, oh, Back my to all these trailers. Yo, speed it up, big. Come on, let's get to the, let's get to the movie. Yeah. One of the reasons why I like Rogue One. And yeah. I'm also not a big fan of just like exposition, just being like 
literally like read out to me. Okay. Like, what if I was dyslexic? That'd be a horrible movie. Did, did, <laughs> what? Did they go see it? I'm scared. <laughs> oh, you know what's one, one that I I liked. Um, I am, but I am a fan of his Kill Bill. The volume uh, yes. one, yeah, I, I give you a volume one. The first one, yeah. Because yeah. I was just like, oh man. They you know what? That actually may be the. It may actually be the uh, kind of uh, way Avengers goes. Infinity War is like volume one. Endgame be like volume two. I can see that. So maybe. Um, it was two more. Uh, one was Spider Man Homecoming, when he did the blog. Of like, yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty. I thought like that, that was cool. Yeah, you know, seeing him go, like seeing everything from his point of view. Yeah, I thought that was great. Because it was damn yeah. sure better than Spider Man. Made Spider Man too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No. Uh, okay. Really um. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Don't forget about the Matrix. The Matrix opening sequence was was was, was pretty awesome. I honestly don't remember which that. one. The first one. Okay, I'm about to say. I don't don't bring that. The Matrix. Okay, I'm about to. Okay, because if you if you about to bring all all, all that, because uh, the first one was dope. The first one was dope. If you about to, if you about talking about eight day past the first one, I'm like I can't I can't do it. <laughs> Talk about a movie that got to explain everything. I, the what Matrix was it? Anyway. Um. Seven with Jason Statham when they put his brother in the hospital and he's just talking to his brother. He's like, I'm gonna find him, I'm gonna kill him. And you see him walking out the hospital and you just see destruction everywhere. Like, what can this man do? So, Fury, Fury 7. Yeah, okay. Did I say, did I say a different one? I, oh, no, I hear yeah, something with Jason Statham. Yeah, I hear, I hear it. Oh, okay. For a minute, I thought you were talking about Crank, and I was just like, I, like, that's what I, I thought. Say, I was like, Crank was what, I, was what first came to mind for some reason. I was like, maybe I'm tripping. <laughs> I forgot about Crank. And you know yeah, what? Crank is wild. You, 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 yeah. you may not like this, Ant, but uh, Venom wasn't that bad. The All opening right, wasn't. No. Here we go. You, okay, you know what? No, you know what? You know what? That was good. Because it gave me that feel for gravity. That's probably the only good thing. I will get that movie. What about Desperado? Didn't see it. Yeah. I, oh, that is homework. I was about to say, like, whew. That is homework. <laughs> I was about to say, Desperado? I have to see I don't mind doing movie homework now, but yeah, I have not uh, seen it. Yeah, I didn't Desperado. see it. Desperado. I thought I was about to get strangled. For Desperado's <laughs> opening sequence is amazing. No, I didn't, I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't see that. Missing out, missing out. I, I, I got a lot of homework to do. Speaking of homework, I had homework to do. Let's get to our 60-second movie review. Not yeah, really. Not really. So, I had to watch Widows. Finally. Yes, uh, I didn't wait for Q for this. Um, oh. Q, Q, you know who you are. Um, so, I... I did, I, it was hyped up to me. The movie was good, but I don't think it was that good. Really? For one, Viola Davis' character got on my last. First of all, if First you call, of all, call uh, uh, Quattro, her name is Viola? Viola Davis' See? character got on my last nerve. <laughs> that means she did a job. She did, but I just, I was like, this, I, I was just getting pissed off at her just throughout the movie. 
like especially just uh, meeting up with the women like yeah I got a proposition for you and what if you don't do it you're gonna give them the names this guy came to you you owe him money not them you uh, actually yes, actually her husband owes him money exactly yes yeah yeah and he said you gotta come and get this money within the month don't drag them in it so what would you do don't exactly I'll, first of all I'll probably die I ain't getting that money. I'm like, yo, y'all got overtime? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, all right. Because I'm screwed. I ain't doing any type of plan and, you know, putting them in a circle. And then she was being a bitch the whole movie. And I'm like, you're supposed to get a car. Like, okay, do your job. I'm like, yo, I understand your stress. But at least, you know, try to work with these women. Try to. Okay, okay, you know what? I'm gonna let you finish. I was about to say, like, bro, we watch the same movie. Okay. I'm about to say, I don't know, if we watch the same movie or not, but okay, go ahead, continue. Um, I thought the heist was a little too easy for them to pull off. It was a little too easy for them to pull off. Um, I'm sorry. Um, Brian, to I forget his name, but uh, Paperboy. Paperboy. I love I loved him in this movie. Daniel Kaluuya. He's always playing a role that gets someone pissed off. I don't know what it is, but he just likes role to piss people off. Because, you know, I, I was mad at him for even going to the white people house and get out. Then he played, um, God, I was about to say Wasabi. Uh, Wakabi? Uh, <laughs> I was about to say Wasabi. I was like, I know I'm wrong. But uh, Wakabi in uh, Black Panther. And I was just like, yo, you. He was just pissing me off. And then he pissed me off. However, I felt fear from him. So I like that. I like that from him. Um, uh, Mark, did you see the movie? No. I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. Um, that twist in that movie, I didn't like. What? I, I didn't mean, like that. I didn't you can go like ahead and twist. talk about it. I, it's, not, it's, not a, it's not a spoiler for me. I either. didn't like that twist. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, Really? All this, <laughs> and I was just—I—I I like the story, the back, the um, like the story building up to why Liam Neeson did it, but I, I just didn't like that. He said you could like talk it. about it. Yeah. Uh. So, in the um. Spoiler alert. She, yeah. Spoiler alert. Sure the um, Viola Davis. She goes. I forget. The person okay. she, um, sorry, Viola or Viola? Viola. Like the intro. Viola. Viola goes to, uh, one of the, um, one of the, um, passing widow's house. And her dog just starts barking at a random door. She walks towards the door and she's looking on the table and she sees, uh, her husband's flask. I believe that's, I believe that was a flask. And she just runs out the house. And then, you see the widow open the door, look at Liam Neeson like, you should have left. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? I, I was just like, what? Uh, okay. And then just them arguing. I, I, was, I don't know. The movie is good. Again, I just felt it was hyped up to me. Now, it didn't, it didn't deliver what I thought everyone else Okay, I, I got two questions because, once again, an opinion is an opinion. I have two questions. So what, what were you expecting from it? That's kind of what I was wondering. 
heist movie. However, I thought the mission would be a lot harder. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Because everyone was saying it was like an Oscar-worthy movie, and I just didn't. Cool. Now I don't hear anybody say it was an Oscar-worthy movie. Okay. But I definitely heard the concept that it was a good movie. Yeah. I... Okay, so... Uh, what was your second question? Okay, see, so a, a lot of this... Well, it probably was the second question. A lot of this seems of, when you start off this review, was a automatic bias for Viola Davis. Or, <laughs> or, or, or anger for Viola, Viola Davis. Viola Davis, Flander. Uh, yes. I, I, like, I like her. I didn't like her character. But, now, which... Now, the, the, the things you were saying about her character... I'm like one, half them behaviors were justified, okay, Real. and two, uh, it's like the, the way you're explaining it's like did you just miss the whole context of the whole story? Because it had to be because you say why would she fuss at her for getting the car? It's like me dealing with you know with half of y'all for YouTube. Listen, <laughs> the girl is so damn ditzy. She goes and she. She, you know, she, she come from money, you know, obviously, but she come abused. Yeah. She don't know how to get a car, and then she goes and she's like, "Uh, so do I gotta pick it up now? Or can it be delivered?" And the girl's like, "This ain't Uber." I mean, they, they, they say, I forgot what she said was. You gotta get the car yourself, and it's like, this is what you get as a getaway car. I'll be pissed too. How you gonna get away in that? Cause she don't know no better. It's like, oh my god, if you're going. To have somebody who's because see you gotta say their husbands was in on all this. So at the beginning of the movie when they uh showed off that all their husbands doing is you thinking Liam Neeson's dead. So if yeah. Paperboy is coming to you like yo two million dollars is gone by your husband and his group that's his group. They indirectly become responsible. Mm -hmm. Yep. But since his since Liam Neeson was the leader of that group, you go to the leader's widow. And he's like, alright, this is what I need a month. So she's like, okay, obviously I can't do this by myself. Let me go to uh, Michelle Rodriguez, let me go to the other white girl and be like, look, uh, all your husbands is dead too. And guess what? All y'all in debt. Ain't like she, for they in debt. Y'all need money, so this is what we going to do. We got this job that can get us uh, what was it ten million or something like that kind of million? We we paid a two million back, and then we split you know whatever rest of the million amongst us three. They killed the driver. Daniel Kaluuya killed the killed the driver. They go uh -huh. get homegirl from uh Bad Times at the El Royale, uh -huh. and then uh she becomes the new driver. So you you add her in the pay cut, and of course Viola Davis is mad. Her her son once again just got shot by the cops. You know because we know that whole situation. Yep. Exactly, because you had a gun to say. So she's obviously in a lot of pain. And then it don't look right when you when you when your mixed son gets shot by the white police officer and then you stage your death and go to a white woman. You you, you what? That's the anger. <laughs> I hate you. That's the anger. That is the justifiable anger. I'm like, okay. And on top of that, I'm sitting here, I buried a casket. You know how much it costs to bury somebody? <laughs> Yo. I do not. Okay, I have I had to go to the Undertaker and do all this stuff. Unfortunately, four years ago, you know, it all cost eleven thousand dollars just to bury somebody. I'm like, I should just took the stack of money and just threw it in the dirt. 
Because that's just really what you're doing. And that's exactly what she did. She took that money and threw it there. She was burying an empty casket. The whole time. Is that a plot hole? Because it's like, you mean to tell me she ain't look at his body? Or what you gonna look thought, at? They, oh, they thought she, mean, he blew up. They thought he blew up. Never mind. Yeah, they thought he blew up. Oh, what, 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 yeah. What you, you, you gonna look, look at like one shoe with a tooth? You're an ass. They ain't nothing left. So she buries this guy, and then I come to find out. Wait a minute. I'm over at one of the one of your partners that died. Also, I'm over at his wife's house thinking she grieving. She obviously cool. And this was a whole plot. We lost our son. You know, uh, I've been you know been over here. Back it kind of gives me a little bit of that, um, a slight bit of a wait next to a little bit. I knew you was about to say that. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just like, oh god. But you know, and then when she run out, I'm like, damn. Now I see why all that pain and bitterness is coming from, and that just made it even worse. I do agree with you that the you know when it came to the heist, I was like, okay, that was easy. You know, I didn't think it was gonna be like the town. With Ben Affleck, where it's like, damn, yeah, yeah. they kind of failed that one. But uh, yeah. I, to me, it felt like I'm like, y- y'all not read the playbook when before y'all went out there. So it's like, like when I, I saw them do it, I felt like they could have been on Ocean's Eight. That's how I felt. It was like, what? Like there, there was there was no sense of challenge. I don't think I they were that clean. No, see, Ocean's Eight was clean. First of all, we're not coming outside the bullock here. But I, I also don't think that they would have attempted to do this if it would have, if it was going to be that difficult. It's not like they're experienced criminals like their husbands. Right. That's what I thought the plan. Like I thought the plan would be a lot more strategic than what it was. But it's not knowing that they were playing criminals. But but think about like if you know you need to do this, and they're like, all right, we got to do this plan. It's going to be like thirty-five steps. And um, old girl don't even know how to buy a getaway car. So I mean, like you gotta be, you gotta think like, is it really realistic that we just had this band of misfits that have no criminal background, as far as we can tell, okay, and go and do a complex heist? Now that part, I mean, I will agree it was rather easy. Besides the part with um, the dad, you know but, what? I'm sorry to cut you off. God forbid anything happens to any of us, right? Mm-hmm. So we take a lady sketch. We take a Mark's wife. We take a hey. your, we take a your girl, <laughs> and we're gonna take Q Flow's girl and do the same job. What are they gonna do? I'm gonna be violent. A horrible later. job. A horrible job. I don't even think I don't even think Laura would be down for no high. She'll be like, yo. Yeah, yeah <laughs> let's take this bullet. <laughs> let's go join my her. My girlfriend too. My girlfriend is way too stubborn to even <laughs> try. So it sounds like I would just be left by myself. So if you realize that underlyingly, I just explained the whole cast of the movie. You can pinpoint which one is which. However, they had like if if they were gonna do it, and it was like um because he said if you're not gonna do it, I'm giving your names over to him. They basically had no choice. It's one of those don't go to the cop type movies. Don't go to the cops. I got X, Y, and Z on you. Oh, they were doing to that. They did say like um I forgot what um uh he said when she was like, I'll call the police. But the police I forgot exactly what he said, but that the police was out of the option. Either they was like they knew or I mean, but what you gonna say? Oh my my husbands were those criminals you shot up. Um 
So, and now I'm being threatened. Like, it, I don't think it would have worked out right. uh, well in their favor. So, I don't know. Okay, I'll, I'll say, you know, film is subjective. If you ain't like it, you ain't like it. That's cool. I, yeah. I, I loved it. I enjoyed it. However, you being Harlem Viola Davis, I just can't stand by that. <laughs> That, like I said, I can't stand you being hard on Viola Davis without a justifiable excuse. Like I said, it was a good movie. I just feel like it was overhyped to me. People overhyped it to me. Look, and I, was, I am so I, sorry I, that, that you didn't get the town, but. Uh, I, I, I did love the town. <laughs> you know what? You loving the town, even though the town was good, is you being slightly biased because you love. No, 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 that's Tom Cruise. I, I don't love Ben Affleck. I'll say. Does no, anybody no. love Ben Affleck? I don't love. I, mean, I like Ben Affleck. I don't love I him. I said love. I, so I have a question. Do you think your opinion of the movie would have changed if you had seen it when it first came out? No, I think it would change if you were sitting there with Q-Flow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, Q-Flow. I'm not even going to lie to you. I would, I'm going to agree no, with him. No. Q, Q saw half the movie. Yo, this joint fire. <laughs> <laughs> But I, but I'm so like. Do you think your opinion would be different if you hadn't heard from so many people that the movie was good and that they I, really? I think so. It? Okay. Yeah. I think I think it, it, it was just a uh, word of mouth. I think. Like the same thing with uh, Crazy Rich Asians. They said like people were saying it's funny. I think the jokes went over my head because I didn't think that movie was that funny, even though that movie was great. <laughs> you okay? I'm, all right. You know what? It's it, it it's almost like that wedding scene he said of Crazy Rich Asians, where it's just like he saw something different because you know how swag is about love and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> he, I'm just like, he must have saw something. I'm just like that he ain't used to. What wedding scene? I mean, what what did he say? He told how how great this wedding scene was. That wedding scene was phenomenal. It was. I was say it was because usually I was so prepared to be like, bro, it was good, but it was like, what the hell are you talk about? But no, he actually was actually right there. When that joint was for now, they, they walking through water. It, it, it was cool. I was like, I saw the fireflies. I was like, why is there flooding in the, this, this woman walking on? Okay, <laughs> that, that, that just shut the game down. For me. I mean, that was a wild ass wedding scene. Like, like she she pulled a Jesus. I I never seen a wedding. Where <laughs> I you can't just, do. <laughs> like. That like that movie almost said made me want to go back and do that joint again. Like, let me walk down the water in my trip. You know what I'm saying? Take your shoes off. What's that joint cost? I would have, I would have launched two companies with that budget. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't worry because if all our wives are the widows, then they would have had the money. Lord <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh man, but um, I got a movie for you this week. Though. Oh, oh uh, as a rating, I give it a B. Uh, we still, I got still think of a B scale. Because damn near perfect is, I feel like that's more of an A minus rating. I gotta think of a big um, scale. Uh, but I got a movie for you this week. Sure. I'm gonna bring it. Uh, I want to watch it first. I uh, finally found uh, Blonde Spotting. Uh, uh, I saw Blonde Spotting. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been really wanting to see this. So I'm gonna check it out and then I'm gonna give it to you. Okay. And if, if you want, we can have that as our 60 second review. I mean, we. we yeah, we can do because I just went out and bought. Uh, well, you already we already seen Creed too. Now I still want to check out Green Book. Yeah, dog, I ain't watching Green Book. <laughs> I yelled at him already. He's like, "Why did you give these people your money?" Green Book made me question like Mahershala Ali's like agent. 
it, it really made me question like who's picking these movie roles for him. Well, I mean, the and movie... he was an Ali the Battle Angel. So <laughs> again, who's picking movie roles for him? And I like that movie, but at the same time, I'm like, yo, we could have got Look, anybody else for that role. Like, role. He, he got he can have Gerard Butler agent. So he he can be much worse. Marshall, you know, Marshall. Ooh, I, Gerard Butler. Damn, bro. Did you just say Gerard Butler in Green Book? No, no, no. He's saying he no, can no. have his agent, so it could be worse. Oh yeah, it could be. Gerard Butler, man. Mm. He's getting the short end of the every stick. Real. But the thing with Mahershala, like, he's so good. He's such a good actor. Like, yeah. I don't that's, know. That, I, that's why. Look, how many movies do we see? That you know, either it's swarm with controversy, or they you know it's wrong politically, or it's wrong because the family don't like. There's there's ton. We're not gonna act like there's not a ton of movies that did shit wrong. Before I even knew what happened, it ain't like I'm ignoring what the family said. Before I even knew what happened, I saw the trailer. And I said I want to see this movie because I'm into those kind of movies. Right. I, I even showed this is the first time she's like yo I told my wife go see this trailer I want to see this movie called Green Book now for what they said it's not the Green Book that I thought the movie was going to be about that's where I you, you lost yeah, me yeah right no I, I you know, so that was like okay that's disappointing but you know Ali's in there Herschel Ali's in there I'm like okay so he's going to do good I, I like the concept of it mm-hmm. I want to see the movie did now with them coming out about how it wasn't you know fair to them and then how it was all wrong and then they did they disrespected that man's name which he died all that controversy they said about it, I was like that's fucked up that's fucked up right. and it's very disrespectful and there's some things I'm like I I something I want to still see the movie because the, the the weird thing I'm hearing is that I can't get with the disrespect but the movie as just the movie was good. And it ain't just white people. I'm talking about, I watched a Double Toast review about it. Corey still said, I still love the movie, but it's just not right when it comes to, you know, telling the story. And how, I mean, it's like the same thing when people say, you've seen Straight Outta Compton, but they ain't talk about Dr. Dre knocking, uh, you know, being of a Michelet. Yeah, and all comes. I'm like, that's not going to, I saw the movie, and I before I knew anybody, any of that controversy, I enjoyed the movie. I mean, I agree because when I first saw the trailer, I thought this it seemed like something interesting. But I, but once I heard more about it, I was it it started being kind of off putting to me with the fact that I was just like, so you had this movie where you're exploring this ridiculously overdone movie trope of how, of basically of of being white savior. And then had the nerve to call it Green Book. We didn't even talk about the Green Book. And then we find out that you, like, what am I, I'm I'm blanking on words today. That you decided you were going to change the story to fit your narrative instead of telling what really happened. Now, the movie itself could be good. The issue I'm having is, like he said, Mahershala Ali is a great actor, but I just, he feels like an actor who has artistic integrity to me and would not have taken a role if he was given all of the information about who this person really was in the first place. 
I agree. Well, but once again, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We can sit here and assume and act like we do know. I, but I don't know what his agent is. I don't know if he knew about it or if he knew about it before going in or not. But so I'm saying, but what I'm because he himself came out and said I had no idea that this that the source material was so skewed, basically. So you can tell he had no idea when when they won that Oscar. And, like, it was, like, Green Book. First of all, like, it was two black people on stage and a swarm of white people, which is, like, all right, that's fine. But it was, like, Mahershala was off in the cut. And he was, like, you can just tell he was not super jazzed to be there. It wasn't like when he won for Moonlight. Yeah. And it was just, like, he's crying, talking about how great it was to portray such a vulnerable character. Like, I instantly think he had buyer's remorse. And was just like, well, damn, I got to research this shit a little bit more. Because first of all, he's Muslim. And the writer was making anti-Muslim tweets, um, like, prior to that. Like, you know, they were old tweets, but tweets nonetheless. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. I mean, I kind of feel like, I think the nail, I've still, like you said, I still wanted to see it to make my own judgment. But the nail in the coffin for me was when they won the Oscar. And he was just like, none of this would have been possible without Vigo Mortensen. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me, my dude? And they didn't think the family of um, of Dr. Shirley is so disrespectful. That's, that's like that's like, that's like like winning. That's like straight out of Compton and be like, all right, and we would like to thank the music execs. And we would like to thank the people that own Death Row. All right, y'all, get home safe. And then just left. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm. we going to thank Easy e Like, we going to thank nobody else. Mm. It was just, I don't know, it was just, I'm, and I, I agree with you that there are plenty of other movies where they have not been on all on the up and up. Straight Outta Compton was still a great movie. Did it omit some of the truth to make the movie itself flow better and more marketable? Yes. I mean, like, what, what biopic don't do that? I understand that, but this wasn't, this wasn't fashioned as a biopic. This is straight fiction. Exactly. It's like you, you, the, the primary character in the story should have been Mahershala Ali's character. Yeah. But they made it, they made a book, I mean, a movie about a book that was meant for safe travel for black people about someone who is not even black and then played up the whole. Let you know we we friends for three minutes. That means racism is over. <laughs> the, the, that whole idea. So it's just it was just it was weird to me. It was just like why why are we doing why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just I'm still like you already bought it. I still want to. <laughs> I bought it. Don't mean you got to see it. No, I still like I said. I still want to see it to pass my own judgment on the actual movie itself. I don't think you judge about change. I was playing. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean on the movie, like the the actual core of the movie. Just like we said about straight about straight out of Compton. Was straight out of Compton a good movie? Yes. Did straight out of Compton have issues with the actual like source material? Sure. But it was still a decent movie. This could very well be a good movie. They could both have acted very well, could be set up very well, could be shot well, it could have been all of that. But that still doesn't take away from the fact of I low key feel like the people who are not directly involved, meaning your Mahershalas, other producers, uh, Octavia Spencer, and everything, 
may have been duped into doing this movie under the guise that it was something else that it really I won't I will only watch this movie under the under the most extreme of illegal ways like if it was a bootleg at a barbershop while I'm waiting to get a haircut is the only way I will watch this movie you gotta watch that show on the jailbroken fire stick <laughs> not even because I can watch so many other movies I can watch I mean, anime you know. <laughs> not even that because you paid for the fire stick I would rather I, I would rather watch this movie because the person next to me has their laptop out and it's on, and I'm like on a plane, like on like a cross country flight or something. I'm just like, all right, I guess, like sure. It's There's an no way now. Just... It probably will be free on planes for after the while. <laughs> well, if it's free, I'll watch something else. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I watched Westworld. We was flying from San Diego back to Philly, and I enjoyed myself. I'd rather watch that. That, I like watching crazy why, Japanese movies on planes. They be having some of the craziest movies I've ever seen. That's why I said your opinion ain't gonna change. And I'm just saying, and you already said I can't separate myself from the movie and what happened. So I get it. And all y'all not wrong. Y'all a thousand percent right. Don't disagree with anything y'all said. I just bought the movie to watch it. I mean, I understand. Because I, I, get it. I, ain't, I ain't mad at you. Because out of everybody on this podcast here, I'm the collectionist of these movies. If y'all come, y'all all been in my office. Movies are everywhere. That's just what I do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I don't do the the streaming. I just, you know, I like to watch a movie when I want to watch a movie and, you know, you know, that's it. I don't have to worry about everybody being on my Netflix account because who pays for that anymore, right? So everybody's on there. So I say, so I figured I got my portable Blu-ray player. I mean, goodness, I pay for the Hulu. Jeez. Like, <laughs> you should know what I'm saying there. I know. So, you know, I'm going I'm to sit there. I'm going to watch it. But Blind Spotting, we can both watch Blind Spotting. Swag. I've seen Blind Spotting, so I can definitely put it in on that review if I if uh, my services are requested. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't mind. I, I really like you on the podcast. You give me a different taste. I'm not mad at you as, like, I thought I was originally going to be with you on this podcast. What? I think... Damn. <laughs> It's the venom. It's, it's the venom thing that really got me tainted. I don't know. Did your side join us? Walk out the house or something? Are you okay? It's the venom thing. It's the venom that really got me tainted. Like you. Let it go. Wait, 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 wait. You mad about him and venom? I've seen so many worse movies. Oh my god. Yo, Justice League was way worse than Venom. It just was. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll have an argument for I'm it right now, really but I'll, 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 I'll try to watch it again and think of something. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh gosh! I need uh, you to not be what? this upset about Venom, though. I just, just you gotta let it go, bro. No, it I, did I, it I hate it, dog. It did a Billy. I hate, I hated that movie. I oh my, I loathe that movie. It's not that um, bad. It's not that bad. I, I think you just mad because you just seen the writing on the wall. Spider-Man's coming back to Sony. Exactly. I think. I also think you mad because you thought it was going to be super trash and it wasn't as trash as you thought it was going to be. And you mad because Tom no, Hardy no, is Tom no, Hardy. First of all, no, Tom no, Hardy no, it was, is a beautiful it was man. He can do whatever he wants. Okay, you know what? <laughs> you still have a good accent. You still have a good English accent. You know what? Real quick, before we end this podcast... What is your biggest legitimate gripe with Venom? It's the lore. If they just like if they stuck it, the to lore the is good. Spider- 
I'm sorry, I cannot. <laughs> I'm talking I, about I, the I whole. Vi- when you say lore, I'm thinking of the Venom lore from the comic book. Oh no, no, no! For them not going with the lore of it and just creating a whole Venom thing without having Spider-Man, where Venom's main motivation was Spider-Man. That's why he became Venom. That's what just got me like all of it. And then they had this as a love story, which I was just like, this is ah, I can't. Ah. How many times we want to see your Spider-Man bias today, bro? <laughs> Dad of Topher Grace. <laughs> if you if you if you say that, I'm about to say if you say Tom Hardy was worse than Topher Grace, you just hang up on him now. Just, just if you know what I'm talking about. Let's go out with Let's go out with Topher Grace. Bruh. It was awful. Is there a way you can disconnect just him? <laughs> you can't even convince yourself, man. It's like an easy try to do a church choir. It ain't going to work. Nah, it was, it was, he was swinging through the alleyway and just happens to run into Sandman. Yeah, that, that like, was Yo, let's do him up. And he's like, good job, bro. That's what All bothers right. y'all? Because I, I can think of a lot of other things, but we ain't got that much time. I'm talking about. I'm like, dude, you are way too skinny. You're no, Eric. he's Eric. Okay. I was gonna say, Eric Sherman as Venom just was not fitting to be popping. Sorry. I guess I was a pretty good Venom, huh? <laughs> like, no, no. <laughs> Look, real quick, as we get ready to end this podcast, uh, excuse me, I don't mean taking over real quick, Swag. I'm just going to go over the weekend uh, the weekend box office results. Oh, I had it pulled up already for you. Okay. I mean, so do I. But you can go for oh, it. You, okay. you, you know what? You go ahead. You complete driver's seat. Uh-uh. I was just going to run down the list. Uh, number one, of course, Captain Marvel with a uh, 153 million box office on its first week. Number two is How to Train Your Dragon, Hidden World, which I do want to see. I forgot this was coming out, which made 14 million on its third week with a budget of 129 million, making a total gross of 119 million. Tyler Perry's A Medea Family Funeral, I didn't even know oh, that came out, um, which made 12 million in the box office. Uh, in the second week, on a total gross of forty-six million dollars. Why yeah, are we still man. seeing this? <laughs> Why are we still seeing this? Trash. They be um, making those movies for the price of a value meal, and they be doing money. Yes, yeah. it does. Um, Lego Movie uh, Two, the second part, made three million this week on the total. Uh, it doesn't say the budget, but the total gross was ninety-seven. Alita Battle Angel made three million in the box offices as well, on a budget of 170 million, with 78 million dollars total gross, which is horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Green Book is still in the theaters, and that made two million dollars in the theaters on a 23 million dollar budget, making 80 million dollars. Isn't it romantic? Uh, it made two million in the box office on its fourth week. It doesn't show the budget, but it made 44 million dollars. Greta. Made two million on a uh, doesn't say the budget either, but the total gross was eight million on the second week. Fighting with my family made two million dollars, making a total gross of eighteen million dollars on this fourth week. Apollo Eleven, which is number ten, made one million dollars at the box office. Uh, doesn't show the budget, but total gross was three million at the box office for its second week. All right. I need some water after that. That was a lot. Yeah, yeah you ran through those. <laughs> Bro, you need some water back on that land yeah. trail. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, but yeah, man, we had fun. I don't know about you guys, but I definitely had fun. 
Yeah, until you start disrespecting people, that was good. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, thank you for everyone that joined the podcast, uh, for one, this panel, and for you, the listener, for joining us. If you would like to be a part of the podcast, you can email us at therealnerdcoalition at gmail.com. Uh, you could, you know, have us um, have any advice, have any feedback, have any uh, topic suggestions. Even you could talk about no gimmicks needed as well on uh, that email if you would like to. So well, that first email will be like, you gotta uh, stop with them deep arms. <laughs> stop. <laughs> I feel like you would. I feel like you would send an email just saying that. No, I'm not that petty. I'll probably, I'll probably be the one that read it. <laughs> I'm not that petty. So, so it's okay, Barry. You can admit that. Them, yeah, admit what? Them arms be, be his real. arms is, is as thick as that war machine costume. <laughs> Damn. Yo, that war machine costume is like when you got a all peanut butter no jelly sandwich. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Just like oh, I need some, I need some milk or something. <laughs> 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 Oh boy! Thank you again for joining us, Mark. Um, Space is Philly, flossing like the boss. Yeah, Thank yeah. you for joining us uh, this week. Hopefully, we can see you again or hear you again. Um, yes. Well, um, I will say that Lulu and Pop will be having um, a little something, something coming out this week. Woo! So everyone, tune in on Wednesday. We'll be debuting the new one, Lulu and Pop: The Horror Show. Oh, so, I like that. Let's see what that is. Well, we're, we're, we're back out here. They got here. Another podcast you can check out on Spaces Philly is Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, which is hosted by Lady Sketch. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for those all these shameless plugs. I appreciate you guys. There's a new episode of it, by the way. Go check it out. Uh-oh. Yeah. Hopefully it's not about Soldier Boy or Bow Wow again because they um, just for some reason run into the topic. I of feel like we we mentioned Mr. Wow, no Soldier Boy. <laughs> Mr. Wow. <laughs> Yo, Soldier Boy got engaged. He was in the first place. He got engaged on um on that boot camp. Uh, was the hip hop boot camp? Uh, wrong he... podcast. Wrong podcast. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Um, I heard he got arrested, had... but you know, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the host of the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. That is almost at 100 episodes. Mr. A and A. Cool boy. Y'all lucky the embargo still gonna be up <laughs> oh by next week. Because I ain't gonna talk about Shazam. But uh, thank you guys. I will be here next week. In yeah, hopefully past. you. Go- oh, sorry. No, no, I, 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 I didn't say anything. I'm good. Oh, okay. I really hope you like Shazam. I really do. Okay. I really hope it's good. I hope it's, <laughs> For my I hope it's everything you can dream of. I hope so too, because I swear if it's not, I'm coming here breaking all my records. Exactly. For my series, <laughs> I hope that it is good. I, I might have to run and get that comic book. I, I'm scared for that. Yeah. <laughs> we got that in a bulletproof case and everything. I, I have no, I have no bad problem talking about some man. That shit was work. You know, I had no problem saying that. I don't think it's gonna be bad. I really think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be fun. And you know fun. what? I'm not gonna give you all review until I sleep on it because automatically the first thing y'all gonna think I'm being biased. I gotta, I'm gonna sleep on it. Yeah, because y'all said the same thing with me and Spider Verse. And but then you, you slept on though. it. You was like, you was like, Anthony, you was right. I was like, yep. Yeah. But I slept on it. But 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 you yeah, was you wrong. Slept on it. But you was wrong about it, uh, Age of Ultron. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, I was dead wrong. I was 
dead wrong. Yes, I did. <laughs> I was dead wrong about that. <laughs> well, we hope you guys, the listeners, join us next week uh, for the Nerdgasm Podcast. Until then, Q Flow, you're not here, but you can take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be snc Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels.